What the fuck is up, goons? I'm here. I am your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I am joined, not by Mike Harrington this week. I'll tell you that right now. Mike had to take the racehorse, if you don't know, uh, uh, our racehorse who is, um, he's not a horse that runs fast. He is a expert in race relations. Uh, he's developed a bit of a drug problem. Uh, he was in rehab. He escaped rehab. Uh, collapsed in Mike's apartment like the Godfather. It was crazy. Like Mike came in. There was a fucking half dead horse in his bed. Mike had to bring the racehorse back because he just got sick of missing shows. Had to bring him back to rehab. So he's not here. So I brought in uh, Dylan Negri from the No Need for Apologies podcast. He's the producer of that show. How are you, Dylan? You know, I also have my own podcast. And it's Chris. called Doped Up and Dying. Uh, it's hosted by Kevin Sanchez, and you are his co-host, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Kevin, very funny guy. Now, I noticed you uh, you line yourself up with uh, minorities quite a bit because you want to seem like the diverse person in the group so that you could get a television show. This is what I believe. Chris, I mean, I'm, I'm going to need you to stop coming at, stop coming at me. Let, let me kind of do my thing over here. I'm just saying, like, Harrington's not here. This is usually kind of the... The vibe I have going with Harrington. Do you, 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 you just berate Harrington? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I'll be no, honest. I see why people listen. I like it. I'll be honest. You you go, uh, I go, you know, we just kind of start and he puts it in a, in a post and uh, the intro and in post. you like, I figured, I was like, yeah, he's fucking lazy, isn't he? How fucking hard is it to just push play and fade it down? When I used to do interviews at home by myself, just playing shit off YouTube, I used to fade down my own intro. It is a lot easier just to have the intro in here and just to make it do it itself. It could just be one button that he hasn't chosen to done. But I'm not saying anything. All right. Look. <laughs> um, it's fine. I'm glad you're here. Uh, there's a bunch of shit we've got to talk about today. Um, first, I got to say, I went to uh, I went to Newport. Right? Me and my – I had some points about to expire. This is a very – I know you're a much younger man, so you probably don't understand the – Nonsense. Also, your parents are rich, so this doesn't matter to you at all. I appreciate a good point system. Okay, so I had a lot of Marriott points about to expire. Uh, uh, obviously, wasn't traveling much during the pandemic, uh, so me and my girlfriend th- slapped together a trip. Also, partially, I'm just going to throw this out to anybody else listening. It's like, I've got some road dates coming up with Robbie, uh, going to a bachelor party. I kind of had to take my girlfriend on some sort of trip very quickly so that she wouldn't give me shit for leaving town most of the next eight weekends during the summer. Yeah, you were talking about that before yeah. uh, we got in here. Uh, that's totally what it is. You sometimes have to appease the girlfriend. Uh, but I was like, you know something? It was also my birthday. I was like, let's go. Here's what we'll do. I fucking slapped this together. Fucking great trip, Dylan. Let me break this down. There's a great girlfriend road trip. We've never been on like a full-on road trip together. We've gone on vacation, but like not like a road trip thing. She stopped in Connecticut on the way to Newport, Rhode Island, right, uh, to try, you know, New Haven pizza. And how was it? I don't understand what the fucking hype. It's just like kind of burnt. Wait, there's hype about New Haven yeah, pizza? Yeah, it's supposed to be the best pizza in the fucking country. Dave Portnoy Wait, tweeted what? about it. said, yeah, it's the best pizza in the country. Uh, it was fine. I went to Sally's, which is one of the most famous places there. I was like, this is fine. There's clams on it, which is fucking a little weird to me. Um, but this is, it's fine. I don't understand any sort of hype. It's not better than New York pizza. It was fucking ridiculous that I went out there. Like, I'm talking about, like, soot was on my hands. Like, there was literally burnt ash on my hands after I left this pizza Oh, uh, it's one of those, like, Neapolitans. I'm telling you, eating a slice of pizza, I, I don't like those even, like, there's a place Grimaldi's in Brooklyn that does those. It's fine once in a while, but if you can't, the point of a slice of pizza is you fold it, and you walk, and you eat it. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. The most possible New York thing you can do is eat a slice of pizza, holding it like this, walking, 
with your head over the plate, eating a slice of pizza, and then folding the paper plate when you're done and sticking it into, like, you know when you tie up a garbage bag and there's a little loop that's still open? That is the most possible New York City thing. Here's why. It transcends race and age. (laughs) It's the only New York activity that transcends race, age, and class, except for riding the subway. But other cities have transportation systems. Did you immediately fold your pizza when you were a kid? Or did, like, your dad ever, like... My dad did that like one time I went to go eat pizza and he I I'll never forget the day he was like don't be don't be stupid stupid and like folded my hand with the pizza really that I never had I don't I don't believe so I don't remember that no I certainly don't remember it um but I'll tell you this that's cuz your dad is a New Yorker and you were born in Florida so you don't have because of where uh the longitude latitude and where you are uh distance to the equator and stuff you're that far from new york you don't know how to sl- like you know what i mean like i thought you eat pizza here. like a yeah like a child like you just eat yeah. it like i think if you're just born here you know you fold a slice of fold pizza. A fucking pizza yeah. it's like you never hear the thing about the hundred monkeys no there's this thing about like uh if you teach a hundred monkeys the thing then somehow all of the monkeys in this like there was, there was something with uh they were washing radiation off coconuts on this island mm-hmm. that had been irradiated from like nuclear tests and by the time the hundredth monkey figured it out Chimps on the other side of the island supposedly knew how to wash these coconuts. So what is that proving? Uh, if you're in New York, if oh. you're a New Yorker, you automatically know how to, that somehow there's a collective unconscious that tells you to fold your pizza. You, it's just around you. Yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, exactly. I see what you're saying. But I want to talk about some things because, like I said, I went to, we went to Connecticut, Newport, Rhode Island, and then we took a ferry back through, went to Long Island. Um, I'll say this. I went to a NASCAR event for the first time in my life. I'm all in. I think I'm a fucking NASCAR guy now. Not even going to fuck. I'm not even joking. I don't even know how NASCAR works. I don't know how the rankings work. We showed up and they were racing pickup trucks. And I was like, this is fucking dope. People were getting. I mean, look, it was some trash bags there. And we mostly <laughs> went because there was a demolition derby at the end, which was also awesome. I'm trying to get fucking Robbie to get the Yo Kratom guys to sponsor me. I'm going to do like a fight journal situation like Lewis and you guys have. And I'm going to fucking go and drive a demolition derby car. Probably get Shane Smith involved. I feel like he's the kind of guy. He's got a lot of face tattoos. We can get him involved. Shane Smith in the passenger seat would be awesome. Yes. Of me driving a demo derby he car? Has to, no, no. You should, it's like catfish. He has to hold, he has to hold a handy cam. You don't really have to go to that angle all the time. That's true. And just the two of us talking about our uh, inherent he just depression. Has to hold a hair, <laughs> camera, we, we both talk about how we're uh, goony dudes who uh, nobody believes that we're really depressed, and then we drive mm. and crash into people. I think that's a fucking great. That's a great series for Yo Kratom. I like it. I think and, I think it should be a, a, an exclusive. And I'll tell you, I was at this NASCAR cra- this NASCAR show, which was like trucks. They did this thing called a uh, enduro race, dude. It was just dudes. With like beat up old Honda Civics, like it was there was forty five cars on this track, Dylan. There were ten car pileups. It was, I'm talking about so ridiculously. This isn't NASCAR. You don't you don't you don't like so it, NASCAR. No no no. It, I I did enjoy the modifieds. I did enjoy some of the actual NASCAR racing. So it was basically like um like a minor league baseball, but it was like. You know how like minor league baseball is affiliated with MLB? It was like a local NASCAR track, but they do what they do is they do these kind of like freak show events to kind of get You're casuals. watching the backyard wrestling. Like you're watching Kimbo Slice. No, I'm watching like I'm not watching Kimbo Slice. Yes, you are. No, cuz I've been to like actual outdoor illegal drag racing, which is <laughs> that's Kimbo Slice. This was a 
track affiliated with NASCAR that had things in the rankings, these guys will eventually be. It's like AAA. It's AAA ball. Okay, like but they're, they, they're on the cost. But you know when you go, all right, so when you go to fucking um, the, see the Brooklyn Cyclones, right? They have like Seinfeld night, and they give you a Seinfeld bobblehead. So instead of doing that, what this place does is they do something called a school bus figure eight, which is where they have a bunch of guys drive school buses really fast. It's Riverhead Raceway. Anybody in the New York area, you should go check it out. <laughs> and they drive around in a fucking figure eight and crash into each other. That's not going to be in the NASCAR races, but they do have like they have like ten races. We got there a little late because I, I was like, I'm not sitting through six hours of fucking races. I'm just not. Even though it was my idea to go. My girlfriend was like, you don't want to just go to the thing? I'm like, no, this is, that's too money. But we get there, and you know, I like to eavesdrop on people. They all knew the fucking guys. Oh. People were cheering for their friends who were driving the cars. But everybody like knew the fucking... It was, like, it was crazy how much this local... Which I'm telling you this right now, Dylan. There might have been two, 3,000 people at this fucking thing. That's wild. It's wild. Not a mask in sight. <laughs> now... I don't know what it was like three weeks ago when they were still telling us to wear masks, but not a fucking mask inside. I was in North Carolina recently, and there's no such thing as anyone asking you to put your mask on. You just walk into any restaurant without a mask. Yeah, Florida's like that, too. I was they in, don't, they I was don't in say Tampa. anything. I was it's in Tampa. pretty wild. I was in Tampa a few... Dude, I'll tell you this. Fuck that. Like People say like New York is the mask. I was in... Uh, I was in Rockaway in July. I did a show. My first show back was July 3rd last year, and... I did a show. People were booing masks in Rockaway, Queens on July 3rd of last year. We still, people were still dying constantly. We're going to get into that in a minute with fucking Fauci's emails and shit. I want to talk about that. But what I really want to talk about is, so I go to all these places. These are like, so we actually spent some time in Greenport, Long Island. This is like Great Gatsby shit. We went to New, no, we went to Greenport, Long Island. Newport, Rhode Island is like super fancy. That's where like the Vanderbilt mansions are. There's all these like massive mansions out there. Very waspy shit. Uh, Connecticut, we like walked around. Yo, I'm telling you this right now, Dylan. Uh, I went to this is the first time I've ever been like in New England for an extended period of time, and uh, I this year was the fr- you're from Florida, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the this year, this January was the first time I'd ever been in Florida, and I said on the show that I absolutely I don't understand why Florida gets a bad rap. I said uh, I, I heard people used to say there was no white culture, and then I went to Florida and was like, there's plenty of white culture. It's fine. I liked Florida a lot. And I'll tell you what sucks. Uh, New England can suck my fuck. The people, people, New Yorkers get a fucking rap for being fucking, these people are passive aggressive and aggressively rude at the same time. I walked into a fuck, first of all, everything closed at fucking nine, even though their fucking websites say that they're open till 11, and I get it. Fucking COVID. Fuck, you, you, you're closing a little early. If I walk into a restaurant at 9.30 and their website says they're open till 11, the guy goes, uh, we're closed. And I go, asshole. Just say, oh, so, you, you, even I would go, yeah, sorry, we, we closed at like nine because of COVID. Sorry, we didn't update the website. I apologize. That's it. Do you want to make a reservation for tomorrow? Something. You don't just go, uh, we're close. And this happened in four different fucking places, Dylan. I'm <laughs> fucking going, I go, why the fuck do people fuck? First of all, and I'll tell you this about going on vacation. I haven't been on a vacation in the Northeast since I was a child. You get beaten a fucking head. We went to the aquarium in Riverhead, Long Island. 40 fucking bucks for the fucking aquarium. Now, it was a good aquarium. You could feed the stingrays. Uh, there was a seal show. I had a good time. I like an aquarium. Uh, I do like it a good, good, I like dude, a good aquarium. Dude, it was pretty dope. And in that aquarium, you can actually, uh, you can, uh, they'll put you in a cage and you can scuba dive with sharks. What? Yeah. 
I wasn't doing all that shit. I'm I gonna do sc- that shit. Yeah, but if I'm gonna go scuba diving. I'm gonna go scuba diving in the fucking ocean. I'm gonna yeah, scuba dive in a tank that. like a yeah, fucking no, you're dickhead. Right. That is right. Like even if like, all right, you get to see sharks. It's pretty cool. But it's like I've been scuba diving, and that shit is fucking dope. I'd rather just see regular fish and not be in a tank with people looking in the tank, and you're in a fucking fucking. Dump. Oh, people can see you. Yeah, that's pretty gay. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Also, you can just see the sharks. They have like this like thing that you walk through that's like an enclosure. I'm just like, why would everybody pay three hundred dollars just to be wet while I'm, doing the same thing? Yeah, exactly. I I'm right next to the shark. It's I just want to be wet while doing it. Yeah, it's the same shark. It's the same. It's not like I'm watching a shark on a TV. It's the same fucking shark right in front of me. Who the fuck three hundred? Fuck out of here. You get nickel and dimed on fucking everything in these fucking places. I'm talking about. I showed up to the hotel. By the way, this is the dumbest fucking Marriott. I posted a picture of it to my Instagram story. I, it's not there anymore. Um, but it, it's, a, it's supposed to be like this fancy Marriott. And it's like fancy when you walk in. It looks nice. But they have these like rooms. They were like, yeah, you can upgrade to a king-size room. But it's like it's a little bit more. Uh, I, but you get a balcony. And I was like, no, we'll just keep the two queens. It's fine. And I look. The balcony, it was inside the balconies. It was like an airplane hangar. It's the stupidest fucking thing. I've ever seen. And these are all people who have yachts tied up out front and they got hosed on these fucking balcony rooms. What's inside the balcony? I'm saying that like the balconies, you know when you, you go out on a balcony, you expect it to be uh, outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, these balconies were inside. And there's like this big dome, like wasted space in this Marriott. It's the st- it looked like a fucking airplane hangar. It was so... Fuck, why would you sit on that balcony? You're still inside. It's pretty funny. It's so <laughs> fucking dumb. I'm telling you. And then I went out, uh, we went to some bar, and I go, within 10 minutes, I ran into this kid, Sal, from Sheepshead Bay, who I know. And we were just like, how much did a... F-? Immediately he comes up to me. I haven't seen this kid in fucking 15 years, if not longer. And he goes, how much do these fucking people suck out here, though, huh? Just like, because they, literally the people were just shitty. Everybody was just shitty in Rhode Island. Like, I don't understand why, like, and then, like, we came back over, like, we came back through that ferry. We're in, the, we're in Greenport, Long Island, which is, like I said, gr- that's, like, where the Great Gatsby takes place. And fucking, the people are still fucking shitty and trashy and everything's more expensive. We spent more money doing this, like, Northeast trip. Like, if I would have just flown to a third world country, I could have fucking balled out. For the same, like, they would treat me like a god. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why? And I'm just being treated like shitty by some fucking townie? Fuck you. Walking around Yale campus, people looking at me like I'm a fucking terrorist? Fuck you. Fuck you, Rhode Island. (laughs) Fuck you, Connecticut. (laughs) Fuck New England. Fuck New England in general. Also, you could come see me and Robbie. We're going to be in uh, Connecticut with Dave. (laughs) And um, also Boston. Um, (laughs) On July 17th. Those are going to be great shows. All right? But fuck anyone that comes to the people. Look, when we were in Norwalk, actually, that was a good... And Robbie is from Connecticut, so I shouldn't be shitting on it, too. Connecticut, I was only there for, like, a little while. But it was, like, even, like... But from what I, you saw. Dude, I booked the ferry tickets, and the, the bitch was shitty to me. I was like, this is the priority boarding, right? And she was like, yeah, what's your credit card number? And I was like, what? why are you so shitty? <laughs> What's the three numbers on the back? Yeah. What's your expiration date? I get there. Dude, I get there to get, pick up the tickets. She just looks. The lady, I could tell it was the same woman from the phone, just doesn't look at me. This is the window, right? Doesn't look at me. What's your name? Here. 
And I was just like, there's no, nobody does that. Like everybody, New Yorkers are supposedly rude. I've never had an experience, even on the MTA, I've never had the ex- an experience like that. Like, what the fuck? This is a fucking ferry that cars drive on. <laughs> you have a bar on your fucking transportation. Like, be nice. What the fuck? There's homeless people jerking off on the subway right now that have better manners than the woman who sold me the ticket for the <laughs> fucking ferry. And this is what I'm saying, Dylan. As a Floridian, it's bullshit that you guys get so much shit. You know how much I fucking spent less money in Florida. I had a nicer time. It's beautiful there. Fucking Tampa, everybody was fucking nice to me. The restaurants are good. The restaurants are as good and half the price. Like... The beaches are nicer. The be- first of all, the beach in Rhode Island. We went over there. Like you see some cool shit. Like we saw like the there's like a cliff walk, and you go to like these gilded age mansions. It was kind of cool. Okay. But, then, but then you look at the beach that everybody's spending all this money for these timeshares to go to this beach, and you look at this beach, and you're like, that beach sucks. It is the worst fucking. It's dude. It's smaller than some bars. Like it was just not a good beach. It was like thin. You know, I don't like a thin beach. I gotta get a walk a while before you get to the fucking ocean. I want to feel like I, I need have... like a good 60, 70 feet of beach. Yeah, you need. Yeah, it's got. I want a wide beach, not just length. All right, you need a little girth to your beach, right? <laughs> That's how you get. Are you talking from the water to the front, or you mean sideways, like like straight? I'm talking about it was not deep. I'm yeah, saying not was, from the water to the yeah 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 yeah. There was no girth to this beach. That's, it was long. But there's no girth to this beach. And uh, I'm just saying, beach. that's where all the feeling comes in. You know what I mean? It's the girth. You need the girth. You can't just have length. You can't play, you can't play football on a, thin, on a thin beach. Yeah, on a thin beach because then there's going to be kids running around. You can't, yeah, you can't set up a volleyball net. Rhode Island, New England, fucking sucks. <laughs> Except when we do these fucking great... Look, leave your miserable New England lo- uh, fucking lives. Bullshit at home. Yeah, leave that shit and come see me, Dave, and Robbie do two <laughs> great shows. In Norwalk, Connecticut next weekend. <laughs> and then uh, July 17th, me and Robbie will be summer porch tour out in Boston. Uh, you know, it's going to be fucking great. Be- and, you, you know, you get to forget that you live around the people I'm talking about. <laughs> the idiots. Dude, I got a cup of coffee. We just went and sit looking at these yachts and stuff like sitting on the fucking cup of coffee. Six bucks. That lady was nice. Six bucks for a cup of coffee, though. It was $12 for two coffees, me and my chick. I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm looking at the prices. Like, a scone was eight ninety five. Oh. I wonder what her rent is to be the lady who sells scones to the people that can't wait till they get to their catered yacht and they need a coffee and a scone. Right? I saw a hot dog and a soda in North Carolina for more money than it would be in New York. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. $4? It was like six seventy five For a hot dog? For like, it was like... Hot, it was like two hot dogs, soda combo, six seventy five. That's you know what they used to have. I mean, I think it's like four dollars now. But Grace Papaya used to do the recession special. It was one ninety nine. It was two hot dogs and a uh, uh, papaya juice, or you get a, fr- a fruit juice. I think now it's four dollars. Papaya dog. Grace Papaya. There's a but there's a several papaya places. I believe. Okay. Papaya King was. This is a, a fucking retardedly inside New York thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but Gray's Papaya was the one I always knew because it's downtown, and I never really ventured that far uptown to where, like, to you know, the Upper East or whatever. I would go up to like Harlem and shit, but I never. But so Papaya King started on the Upper East Side or near the Upper West Side, and then Gray's Papaya ripped them off. But then they expanded, and now like none of these fuck. There's like four papaya dogs left, maybe, and there's one Grace papaya. None of these- All I know is papaya dog. Nobody gives a fuck about a hot dog anymore in New York City. 
No, they don't. It's a very strange I thing. I thought Nathan's was supposed to be huge here when I first moved. <sighs> well, now some a lot of the hot dog carts are Nathan's, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Which is because you know what's good about that is like it's not like a dirty water dog. The Nathan's has good fries. Nathan's is a better product than what they were selling. But it's like I think what really just happened is like I always say this like nine eleven happened, and we were like, well, we all got to start eating uh, halal meat over rice to prove that we're not, we don't hold any ill will to the ones that are here. You guys can stop selling hot because there was just those guys selling hot dogs, and we were like, you guys can just just put some fucking lamb over rice and sell that to us for six bucks. We'll pay you six bucks instead of three dollars for a hot dog. We'll pay you six bucks for lamb over rice, and you yeah whatever. What's that called? white sauce? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound it makes. Wait, what are you laughing at, Dylan? That is the sound that white sauce makes when they put it on your lamb I, over rice. I'm sorry, I thought that was the sound the halal dude makes. <laughs> he, I mean, sometimes he does it too. Yeah, you know, if they're autistic, or <laughs> you know, sometimes they make weird noises. I said on the show recently, it was the weirdest thing ever. Maybe I just said this to Mike, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. Just because I know you never heard this. But the weirdest thing ever, some of those halal guys will fuck with you. There's one by my house. I was going there a lot when I was coming home, one, two in the morning. Now there's like a ton of taco trucks and the halal guy's gone. But I, I go to the, I would go to this halal truck like three times a week. And it was always the same guy. He knew my order, combo, a lot of extra salad, a little less rice, a couple of falafel balls. I go there. Then there's a different guy there all of a sudden. I go, where's the other guy? He goes, what other guy? I go, Where's the other guy who works here? He goes, nobody else works here. And I go, I know, I know it's the same cart. It's the same name on the cart. I go, no, like, where's the guy who was working here two days ago? He's like, I've worked every shift for the last year. And Bullshit. Like, Dude, it was a guy half the size of the guy I'm talking about with a full mustache. The other guy was clean shaven. Stop fucking with me, halal cart guys. We fucking did you the favor to let you serve your food after 9-11, okay? <laughs> we switched from hot dogs to fucking lamb over rice for you. For you, we can still all be eating hot dogs. Hot dogs got the same appeal of a slice. You can walk, you're eating it. Fucking lamb over rice, you got to sit down. Try to eat that shit outside. You ever see fucking people try to open that container and then just it splooges out the side? You know what I mean? You got to have the bag open around the styrofoam so that the... Halal is the two blocks away from your home meal. Yes. Also, you want to be close to a bathroom. You always... Dude, I swear to God, I stopped when that halal cart left. I realized like I wasn't getting bad hangovers. I was just putting too much of that red sauce, <laughs> and it was just that it was. Yes. I was having. I yes. did not have booze hangovers. I had halal hangovers, and so I moved on from that. And now I'm feeling a lot better. And still I, drinking. Still drinking. Still not not getting as bad hangovers. I'll tell you that right now. But Cheers. I did. Like I said, the main point of this entire segment was to tell you Florida gets a bad rap. These fucking snotty. New England and Long Island in particular. And like I passed a bunch of bed and breakfasts and fucking vineyards. And you know what fucking people are doing? Nobody wants to stay at a bed and who the fuck wants to stay at a real an Airbnb? Fine. You want to stay at a real bed and breakfast, some old lady serving you fucking poached eggs in the morning? Nobody wants to you just like I feel like what it is is like since American civilization kind of started in New England, there's fiction was created about New England at the start of America. And it kind of built on that because those stories exist. You can just keep retelling them. So there's more stories about New England than other places. And like, like Jack Kerouac wrote a book about like, like in Newport, Rhode Island. You know what I mean? So there's all that. So people just want to like recreate that. So they do these fucking quaint, stupid fucking things that suck when they could, like I said, for the same amount of money I spent this weekend, I literally could have gotten on a plane and gone to fucking Peru and seen Machu Picchu. 
and gotten fucking drunk and ate delicious food. Chris and Machu Picchu with shorts on is the photo I want to see. Just yeah, like my my Tinder photo, just me, <laughs> yes. just me with a forty at Machu Picchu in shorts. Yeah, in yeah in Dickies shorts. Yes. Um, but I'm just I'm just saying it's like and now I know like I'm not. I would never do one of those bed and breakfasts. It's like no, I, like the person that owns a house. It's like a mom that like is making you breakfast. How it's so awkward. I can't imagine any woman that owns a bed and breakfast doesn't have like gangly witch fingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Like, you gotta be... And my fucking stupid girlfriend was just like, you know, there's, like, something about, like, these places. She's like, I always want to go to Salem, Massachusetts. I was like, that's a place that is only famous for killing some ladies for no reason. Like, she's like, it's, like, magical. I was like, it's not magical. They just killed some ladies for no reason. That's all... That place is famous for killing, like, 12 ladies. For no fucking reason. I fucking... Fuck that. Don't like don't go to Salem as if you happen to be driving by. Look, I happen to drive through Tombstone, Arizona once. I did try to get my friends to go to the OK Corral with me. Then we got to the OK Corral. What the hell is the OK Corral? Should I not have asked that? Dylan. Should we just move on? Do you not know anything about Westerns or any like you never saw the movie Tombstone? Do you you don't know anything, you don't know anything about cowboys? Nothing. I mean, I don't. I I I think we're. I think that was your generation. Cowboys were. No, that's the generation way before. Let's. I'm not fucking fifty. All right, (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I'm just saying, this didn't trickle down to you at all. Wyatt Earp and shit. No. (laughs) How is that possible? How is it possible that we don't have the shared experience that you know? Do you know? You never heard the term "dead man's hand." No. It's aces over eights. Why are you talking? Why are you speaking in riddles? Jesse James got shot in the back of the head. I'm not Harrison. I don't know dumb shit. He, I, yeah, I bet he would know that. He would know all of this. Yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, dude, uh, oh, my God. Let's do a poker knowledge. All right, all right. Look, I'm just, I wanted to big up Florida. I'm sorry. I wanted to help. I went to big up Florida and shit on. I just don't like the way people think about these like New Englandy places and the like, we're gonna go there. I feel like people from New York City who are fucking trash bags go out there and they wear like a dress and like a floppy hat and fucking sunglasses and they fuck go to a vineyard and stop thinking you're fucking classy assholes. I am fucking sick of I'm sick of the whole fucking idea of it. Uh, just it's it's not it's not fucking the people that live there. Again, I went to the NASCAR event in Long Island, right near where all this fucking all these vineyards and shit is like. The, it's a veneer. All that tourist shit is a veneer. That shit is fake. Four people who come there for this shit. Because I saw the people who lived there, and they were fucking methed out and watching NASCAR and having a great time. Not that they were bad people. I'm just saying, you're living a lie when you go out to the Hamptons or the North Fork and you try to be fucking classy. All right? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you know you have to push the button. I, 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 you know that one drop we have? When I say moving on, you push the button. And we move on. There's, to be fair, you're still doing better than Harrington typically does on the first moving on. As long as you push the one drop we have soon, you're still doing a better job. I, is it this one? There you go. So uh, uh, Anthony Fauci, we were talking about this a little bit, but Anthony Fauci had this ba- big uh, email drop 
like a WikiLeaks style drop and BuzzFeed fucking leaked it, which is a crazy thing because you would never think that BuzzFeed is legitimately going to leak this thing. It was all of his emails and a lot of the, I saw a lot of the right wing conspiracy stuff was like, this proves it. Fauci's evil. I'm like, all right, it kind of proves that he knew masks were kind of bullshit a little sooner than he said. Like when he was talking to Rand Paul and he was like in this kind of theater, it kind of proves that it was theater. Like we said, I talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah, that was, he knew then the number was, the number was zero. Like, I've had this argument with a few people where they were like, yeah, well, they were still trying to figure it out. And I was like, no, but, like, by last summer, they must have known that the outside transition uh, transmissions were zero. Because the number, if the number was two, I could see you being like, all right, we need kind of need more data, blah, blah, blah. But to not, what? Transmissions outdoors without masks. Okay. Uh, if, they, that, if that number was two, I'd be like, okay, maybe you need more data on this. But they were literally saying, stay away from each other, wear masks, wear two masks outside, and they knew that there were zero recorded cases of outdoor transmission in, like, casual dining settings and shit like that. Like, obviously there's, you know, you don't go to a fucking outdoor rave maybe during a pandemic. That might be stupid. Um, but, like, you know, they knew this shit, and it was like, but the main thing apparently is, like, it seems that Fauci knew from jump, that, like, the lab leak hypothesis is a good hypothesis. And he was trying to cover up for, like, his buddy that helped move the money over there to fund this shit. But why lie? Here's, well, because here's the thing, is he kind of greenlit the money that went over there. Where? To the Wuhan lab. So it was a joint, it was a joint effort between different countries. Before the virus so, or after? So he kind of, uh, before. So they did gain-of-function research on it. To kind of figure out how to beat a thing if it had evolved. So they evolved the thing to potentially make it deadlier. It, look, I'm kind of extrapolating a little bit here, but it seems like they were working on these things to make them stronger. And I also think that's why I've said this before. It's like I, I've made the point just that 10 years ago, they couldn't have done what they just did. Zoom didn't work that well. Like you couldn't have just shut down the entire country. Like, kids couldn't have zoomed into classes. It just wouldn't have worked, especially in, like, the middle of the country. Like, it just wouldn't have been possible. And I think the only reason why they even was like, hey, we should probably shut everything down because we don't know what this thing's going to do because we've been fucking with it. Because, like, think about it like this. It's not a logical progression from SARS-CoV-1, which was kind of a bust as far as pandemics go. I know a lot of people died, but, like, it got here and didn't spread. It spread, it fucked up a lot of people in Asia, but it really didn't go fucking nuts. They didn't need to lock down countries. So it seems like the next logical progression is in this crazy disease that we can't track, we don't know anything about. So it's like, it makes sense that they were like, all right, like we were going to lock everything down because we don't know how this is going to go. Why, why don't you know how it's going to go? It seems like we've had a bunch of, a bunch of these. Uh, there's like MERS and SARS and, you know, there's a bunch of these. The avian flu. No, 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 no. we should probably... Well, 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 but why, why are you saying that for this one? Why is this word? And they were just like, oh, it's just new. It's like, but those were new. Those were all new. We didn't do this. It was a couple years ago. Mm. We didn't do this. Why is this one? And it's like, look, I'm just going to throw this out there. The moral of the story is between him and Cuomo, just let's stop putting Italians in power. It's not ever a good, as an Italian person, we should not be allowed to run things. We're always going to be like, hey, keep your fucking mouth. There's always going to, for no reason, we're just going to hide shit that we don't need to hide. Every Italian guy I know, his girlfriend kind of is more suspicious about him cheating than every other guy, even if they're not cheating, because they always got to stop acting slick all the time. You're not slick. Stop acting fucking... Fucking... There was a fucking idiots who calling themselves fucking De Niro and Pacino of the fucking era. Like, it's like... 
And then, look, Cuomo hid the fucking death numbers. He's like, we just stop hiding the stuff. All of the, these guys are both. Italians love hiding the just, stuff. Just, just love. My, that was the <laughs> one thing my dad always told me. He was like, keep your fucking mouth shut. That's what you do. You shut the fuck up. Mum's the word. That's what he used to say. All the fucking time. Nobody likes a tattletale. Shut the fuck up. It's like, these motherfuckers could have just snitched on themselves from jump, and na- now they're fucked. They're both about to be fucked. Cuomo is in some trouble. Like, he might... Those motherfuckers are disgraced. Like, everybody's just, like, hates them now. They could have just been like... <sighs> have you said, like, I one time I went to, like, a bodega to order a sandwich, and I made a joke. Like, I just said the word Cuomo, and... The bodega guy's face when I said Cuomo, you say his name anywhere, any small, like smallish business. Yeah, people. Are he's stressed. the devil. Yeah, he is the devil. Because here's what a lot of people don't realize about bodegas, and they got fucked. They did. I talked to the guy by my house who just started closing early. He's still like he's starting to like open later and later. I was like, I was like, they were like, we're closed, we're not making it. I was like, what time? When did you guys start closing at like eleven? He was like, fucking COVID. Like nobody's getting off the train, so there's no business. Well, I said that when we first, like, remember when we first came back and the studio started opening again? That was my only gripe with, like, reopening. And I was like, why are we, fo- why is Best Buy open? But my fucking bodega isn't. You, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, Target shouldn't be the first place we opened. I would have preferred the, bo- like, the bodegas. Like, all right, get the, the local, I don't know, those local small eateries yeah. up. I mean, look, here's the thing about bodegas. And I think this is going to be, eventually, this is going to be the thing that breaks the back of people in this city of, like, progressive politics. Um, If people ever found out how little bodega workers make, especially, like, the Arab ones. Do you know? I do know because I'm friends with a bunch of those guys because I used to drink in stores. Like, I used to just Chris, you drink everywhere. That's true. But I used to hang out in front of bodegas (laughs) pretty often and just have a couple beers with my buddies, and we would, like, do the crossword puzzle in the Daily News at, like, 4.30 in the morning. Um... And I was talking to one of the kids, uh, this is a while ago, but he was like, he worked 12-hour shifts. You know how much he made on those 12-hour shifts? $50. 12-hour shift. Six days a week. How did they get away with it? Those guys are from fucking Yemen. That's a lot of money then. They all live in like weird, like, so this was in like, this is by my buddy Jeremy's house. And actually, that guy now works at the bodega on my corner. He actually owns the one on my corner. Um, he come up. Yeah, he came up. Well, he's been doing it 12 years or something, but... He's, he basically, they all, like, they were commuting from Sheepshead all the way over there. I was like, why are you going, this is an hour commute to make that much money. He's like, where else am I going to work? Nobody's going to hire me. A fucking dude from Yemen. I can't drive. I don't know how to drive. I don't have a car. I can't do a taxi. I'm a dude from Yemen. I work in corner stores. He can That's, make a mean chopped cheese, though. He can make you a chopped cheese, <laughs> and he can tell you which porn magazine has the biggest titties in it. That's <laughs> That's his job. Fucking... But like, did bodegas have pornos? Yeah, porn back magazines in the day, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, that's the one magazines. Now nobody reads magazines. Every time Lewis talks about uh, Midtown having like that those skeezy little things. First of all, those are still there. Really? Those still exist in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. No, I swear to God, the, l- the little jerk off boxes he talked about. You know who uses them out there? Who? Orthodox Jews, Hasidic Jews. You, they can't. You keep, did say this once. Yeah, they can't keep porn. I said it on the show. No, no, no. Um. Yeah. Me. If you if you go if you pass one of those places, you will see like an old Jewish guy because they can't keep porn in the house. Their wife finds it, you know, it's gonna be a whole fucking issue. But what does it look like? Is it really like a phone booth? Yeah, it's like a little booth. And some of them just have porn, and some of them have like girls. Like the ones in Brooklyn don't have girls. They just like you go in there, watch porn, jerk off. But there's really like go like, back to work, like a booth where there's a woman behind. Yeah, 
No fucking way. Yeah, dude. And you're in a booth jerking off to a woman. Sometimes there's four guys jerking off to the same girl, but you just can't see them. Oh, there's... Yeah, it's like, like, it's like a three booths next to each other. So she's in like a room? Yeah. Is it hot? No. It's just something you do because you're like a fucking skeezy. Kid. You're a kid and you're doing skeezy things to see if you like them. I agree. Like when you go to get a, your first... I mean, I'm intrigued. I, that's that's why. Yeah. That's another thing. When I was talking about that kid, Sal, who I met, he, he took me to my first strip club when I was 16. He's older than me. I haven't been to one yet. You've never been to a strip club? No. This strip club was called the Purple Lounge. Uh, it was in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. Uh, it had been a Russian club uh, that didn't do well, and they still had the lease. And for some reason, like all the black security guys who uh, worked at the Russian club just were like, yeah, we're going to open a strip club one day a week. And they were, the Russian guys were like, whatever. And just Wednesday nights, lit-ass strip club. I'm talking about... A strip club that's not supposed to be a strip club is definitely the best kind of strip club. A strip club that's not supposed to be a strip club that let me in at 16, and they were like, where's your ID? And I'm like, I don't know. And they were like, all right, whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. dope. I saw, But I did see a girl get pistol whipped in front of there. Also pretty cool? Yeah, it was still pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, that was like, I, don't know, I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking crazy. I like, was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean, the first time I was in there, I fucking stuck a Heineken bottle in a chick snatch. That was pretty dope. Really? Yeah. So are strip clubs actually hot, though? Uh, here's the thing. Again, I started going to them when I was 16, so I like them. But it's like, you gotta be able to suspend disbelief. You know what I mean? It's fiction. It's like anything. Like, she doesn't really love you? Dude, it's like, look, I'll break this down. I, uh, I actually used to have a joke about this, but I never really, I haven't done it in a long time. But it's like, it's like going to a really fancy, you ever go to like a really, really fancy restaurant? Mm-hmm. Like a three Michelin star restaurant? I have rich parents, yes. Oh, yeah, you do. Um... But not a Florida nice restaurant, like a fucking like, like a really baller, like Eleven Madison Park or fucking La Bernadette or fucking French Laundry or something no, like that. No, I think the fanciest place I've ever gone to was like a steakhouse in Florida, and even then, it's not really that fancy if you think about it. I'm talking about like a ridiculously over the top fancy. Restaurant. Okay, then no. Okay, yeah. When you go to a place like that, it is theater. Like it really is. Like they come out and they like. Hey, it's nice to see you, blah, blah, blah. 11 Madison Park has a thing where you just pick an ingredient. You pick a series of ingredients, and they bring you out dishes. It's like a choose-your-own. They used to do it. Like now, that's pretty cool. And then they take you on a tour of the kitchen, and they're like, you know, they pour you. have done this, or you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Fucking, um, yeah. But So they do this whole shit, but it's also like, it's this, my girlfriend is always like, you just like to suspend disbelief and let those people talk to you like you're rich for three hours. And I'm like, yeah, totally. That's like better than going to like, what else? Am I, that's better than going to a fucking movie or to fucking, I'll go see. Like, I like going to watch a fight, but like, I know how the fight's going to end. This is just like a nice little thing. This is a treat for me. I like to go to those places by myself. I'll just sit. It's very, it's very, I've talked about this with Mike on the show and he said it's the most, it's my most serial qu- killer quality. What? Uh, I like to go to like a restaurant like that that's like 12 courses and sit by myself and just have a drink and fucking eat incredibly decadent, expensive food while being treated like a fucking king. Alone. I don't even want to have a conversation. I just want to sit there. The alone part is kind of silly. That's the part. Serial killer. Dude, I don't want to talk to you when I'm... I'm spending a lot of money on this meal. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to enjoy. I'm also really into food. I was a fucking chef. I grew up in the restaurant industry. Yeah, but there's also something very... um, I do love food as well. There's also something very relaxing about that. Like you said, you're like... If I'm being honest, if you don't want to have a conversation, like if that's your thing, you're like if you talk all week to people, making people laugh, and you're like, I just want to eat the most expensive food I can, 
and not say a goddamn word. Well, I'll tell you this. As I stopped going to strip clubs as much, I started going more to the fancy restaurants. I'll tell you that. Where the I, fuck are we eating? Because now I'm I, ju- I just need to pay somebody to be nice to me. That's that's <laughs> my kink there, Dylan. You like just being talked up to for Yeah, I just, I just, yeah. Either call me daddy or sir. I don't give a fuck. Do you, do you think it's because it's, it's just so just, out of your realm? Treat me like... And what do strippers do? They treat you like you're fucking richer than you are. What the fuck do are. you wear to those restaurants? Well, if you have to wear a jacket, I'll wear a jacket. But a lot of times, I just go like this. 11 Madison Park, the first time I went, they're just like, you can't wear a hat in the dining room. I'm like, all right. I wore a black t-shirt every time I ate there. And shorts. <laughs> no, I don't, wear sh- I don't wear shorts. Go back and listen to the first episode of the show. I don't I, wear shorts. I, I, I'm sorry. That's why I started on Notes of a Goon, and I, I've, I've never gotten over the shorts. I like it. But no, so I, I remember I went to La Bernadette requires yeah. a fucking jacket. So I went in there and I was wearing like jeans and like a sport coat, like nice jeans and a sport coat. And like I had a button up on and this guy's like looking at me. It's like Spanish dude across and he's like looking at me and like I'm, I'm dressed nice. Like I look nice and fucking I'm going, why is this guy like grilling me like I don't belong here? And I just like look and I'm like, oh, he's wearing a $50,000 watch. I'm like, that's why. That's why he's looking at me he like knows I don't belong here. Rich. Yeah, he, he's, that's why he's looking at me. He's some sort of aristocrat. He was wearing like a Patek Philippe with like the hand paint. Like you know what I mean? Like one of the. Well, he's trying to decide if he should keep going to this restaurant because it's like, well, if Chris is here, it's like the second most expensive restaurant in the city. He has to go to the first now because yeah, you only sh- you can you only eat at lo- one restaurant, sir, because I'm here, and I've been to that one too. I might just show up. He can't eat anymore. You can't. You can never eat again. <laughs> Dude, the first time, my favorite restaurant in New York was this place, Boulet. It's a French place. It closed a few years ago. But they had uh, what I like to call the best, de- it was the best deal in fine dining. Like, it was like, if you're, let's say your mom was coming to town, right? I would mm-hmm. be like, take her to Boulet for lunch. Because it's like, seven, it was like 75 bucks, you get five courses, and the chef would like, send stuff out sometimes. Like, I went, I brought my buddy D there, and I always got, they had this Dungeness crab flan with black truffle on it. What? And I'm telling you, this is like top five flavors I've ever had in my life. Top, mm. Maybe top three. And I literally, I go to the waiter. I go, we got it. And I go, I look at him. I go, I eat this every time I come here. And it's like, I was like, I was like, if I got out of jail, I would come here to eat this, I think. And he thought it was, the waiter thought it was hysterical. He comes back with the other, because there's a course you pick, you know, it's a mm-hmm. prefix you pick. He came out with two each of the other cho- choices for that course and said, Chef Boulet thought you should try the others. Because it's like that kind of place. Like they were like, ni- they're just like nice people. Goddamn like, COVID. They were, yeah, they were excited that you were hyped about their food. Like it was like good. Yeah. It was like, I love that place. But like, so I got, whatever. I'm like kind of off of it. I'm not doing that as much anymore. But like, I almost feel as much shame as I did when I was going to the strip clubs all the time. Because you spend a lot of money and you really are just going to, it's fiction, it's fake. Yeah. It's all a suspension of disbelief. I have to go out. I have to leave there and be a you're, schlub again. You're, you're 10 paying later. to play this character, essentially. Yes. Yeah. I, I am. That. I am paying to play a character. That's that's all it is. Yeah. I'm. It's it's. They may as well have like a fake murder mystery going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, it could be a. It's that's. It's literally. Oh, you're so close to being for like a shitty thirty dollar meal. It's just all like plays in theater, but really you're just spending like hundreds of dollars. No, the, look, I'm telling you this right now. I'll tell. Um, actually, that's there's not a lot of these places left that I really like. Like I think Danielle, which is still exists, I think is overrated. The Bernadette is still there. There, the service isn't as good as some of the other places, but the food is amazing. And Momofuku Co is right downtown. If you ever want to like go spend way too much money on food, Momofuku Co is fucking amazing. 
I I had a problem. It was like, you know, my my thing with like fancy food was like, remember, do you ever see the episode of The Simpsons? Mm-hmm. With Bleeding Gums Murphy, where he's like, my $10,000 a day habit, and he's just breaking Fabergé eggs. What season is that? No. Like four. Oh, I've seen it, but I don't remember now. Yeah, it's like, uh, he's like, he's like, well, you know, I have my $10,000 a day habit, Lisa. And he's just like, can I have another Fabergé egg? <laughs> he just breaks and it. And he just breaks it. I was just like, that was just me for like, when I first started doing stand-up, that's how I would get myself, I fucking... Open mic people in open mics were not nice to me when I started. I've said this before, but I used to bribe myself. Like I went to like Marea, like all by Broadway Comedy Club. I would go to like there's all sorts of fancy like um uh Mapesh is up there, Marea's up there, there's a fucking bunch La Cirque is up there. And I would go do the five o'clock mic on Mondays. Um and then I would go do cryotherapy and go to like quality meets by myself and come back and do the ten o'clock and then the late night. And I would just that I would just it got me. I was like, well, that sucked because I'm not good at this. I'm gonna go be a fancy boy <laughs> for about two and a half hours, dude. Literally, like think about like that. How crazy that I was do. I would do that two, three times a month where I would just go get a fancy dinner and cryotherapy, like I'm fucking Joe Rogan. What I, the fuck is wrong with me? I'm so I'm gonna. I don't. Make- ha- I should just still have that money. I should have put that money in the market. What the fuck is wrong with me, Dylan? And I go into the... That was when they first started doing cryotherapy in New York. So they were still being like, oh, you're like up on this cutting edge technology. Still fiction. I just hate myself. I should have just paid for a therapist, You sat in a cooler? No, yeah, no, you don't know what cryotherapy is? I know is? what it is. You sat in a fucking cooler. Dude, that shit helped my back. I'm Shut right up. Now. Why does... LeBron James does it. LeBron James does everything. I'm just saying, they literally have a cryo chamber at every fucking major sport in every locker room now because it works. I like how... For inflammation. I like how, so I'm assuming that your parents aren't rich? No. And I That's like, what it is. I, I like how when um, you're down on yourself, you like you give yourself a fancy meal, and my parents are, are rich, but like when I'm down on myself, I go straight Smoke to fast crack. food. Oh. <laughs> yes, heroin. Oh, were you not allowed like fast? Well, I was also no. I was allowed. It's just like I don't know what it is. It's like my comfort food. It's like I rather spend like if I like for me mm-hmm. spending like thirty dollars on like McDonald's is like that's my like. All right, we had a bad day, but I'm gonna treat myself. Here's nuggets, Big Mac, fucking McFlurry. So you got to realize though, my I grew up. My dad owned a restaurant, so we it was drilled into me and my brother. That that is junk. Mm. Like you might like this, but that is not food. That is like candy that you're eating for lunch. That is not food. You're an idiot for liking this, but I'll take you there. That was what was drilled into our fucking heads about McDonald's and shit. It's just not. It's not fucking. It's not food. And I just I never because of that I never. That's I I would always go with like Chinese food was always like my go to. Guilty pleasure, like Chinese takeout, just because like everybody want, everybody needs one of those. I was always that, and then like yeah, like halal food or tacos or shit like that. Like I just McDonald's doesn't do it for me. Do it for you? It just a Big Mac and some nuggets. It's like fine. I like like it. You know, I'll tell you this, man. I'm like such an old man about like I'll get like a six piece nuggets, and I'm like, that's it. Like I just I I, if I eat like I just don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. I just like don't understand why you want to shovel mad of it in your face. Mm, I love it. Like whenever they bring back the McRib, I go get one, and I'm like, this doesn't. We talked, didn't we talk about yeah, that? It's just I posted depressing. on my story. I don't know why I do it every year. Every time, I fucking every get time it. I fucking do that. 
I'll never get a shamrock shake again because they're gross. They just taste like toothpaste. I think I'm done doing the McRib. So this past year, I posted on my story. I know you, me. I think me and you talked about it. We laughed about it, but it was like I'm officially. I think I'm officially done. I talked about it. Yeah, I talked getting about it a fucking show. McRib. I talked about it on the show. Like, why did I buy this? It's yeah. Not good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's whatever. This started with us talking about Fauci, and we went on a Fucci. Boom. Do, 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 do. All right. I really, I hope the racehorse is okay, but I miss Mike, is what I'm saying. Moving on. Oh, fuck. It's about how long it takes Mike, and we've done <laughs> really? almost 50 of these at this point, so it's fine. Um, I got to talk about, uh, so there, Jeff Bezos is apparently going to space on his own spaceship, which I think, bold move. I'll tell you that right now. You don't see Elon Musk getting on his own spaceship. You don't see the president being like, I should get on that spaceship from NASA. Like, it's a bold move. Like, I think we have not mastered space travel. And I'll tell you this, Bezos has not successfully launched anything. He can't figure it out. So he's like, yep, I'm going on the next one. Bring in my brother. I sent you a video of him talking about this. Uh, what's the actual thing? It's just, yeah, he's got that, he's got a space, because every billionaire has to have a space company. Because they all fucking jock each other. Um, so, uh, he is auctioning, bidding... Okay, so you can bid up to $2.8 million to jump on it. It's a it's a passenger flight. That Oh, so he's basically doing the Virgin Galactic thing, where you kind of like go into orbit. It's not... Eh. Okay, so here's here's his fucking quote. To see the Earth from space, it changes you. It's an adventure. It's a bi- Why is he talking? I'm going to throw this out there. Why is he talking like he's already done it? I was about... Thank you. How fucking yep. strange... All right, I'll be honest. Weird if Jeff Bezos hasn't been to space now at this point. Like if, he a- just, if he didn't just secret go to space, you know what I mean? Like, like if the aliens are coming to talk, then they're not talking of... Especially, like, until now... Like, if they, imagine the aliens came in the last four years. You think they're talking to Trump or they're talking to Bezos? They're going to be like, ah... You seem like you're a little more in charge. You're right. It's cool that Elon has a company, but it would be a lot cooler if he was just talking. He's like, no, no, I've been to space. And he was like, well, what launch? He's like, no, like, I just... No, no, no. no. I, do you think I've never been? You've never been? That he would just, be so... He just talks about it like... He's like, like wait, wait, the wait, French wait. Riviera. You think I wouldn't go on my <laughs> own? Wait, what do you think I wait, did this for? Yeah, yeah. Wait, of course I built... Would you build a spaceship to not get on Him and sp- Joe Rogan film a podcast in oh, yeah. space. <laughs> Smoking weed in space. Let's see if the weed hits you harder, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, but yeah, Bezos put out this whole fucking video, and I didn't realize how stupid sounding he was. I watched some of this, but let's watch the whole thing. Do you, guys, how, you guys play videos and shit on here? Yeah. I don't see a... Well, there's a video on the link I sent you, and... Uh, no, no, I see it. I'm just, how do y'all... Do you... Does Harrington... Usually, Harrington puts a little box in the corner. Okay. Okay, I see how Harrington does yeah. it now. By the way, on my end, it's not that not that uh, simple. Oh, okay. For well, so doing shit. You see the Earth from space. It, it changes you. It changes bigger? your relationship yeah. with this planet, with humanity. First of all, it's why is he Earth. so goofy looking now? I want to go on this flight because. It's- Can you make this big? Yeah, one second. Let me go on Instagram. Okay. Um, it's such a he's he's way. I feel like I must have heard him speak before, and I've definitely seen him, but doesn't it look like... It's not right. It doesn't look like he's His hit. head's a little fatter than I remember. It's fatter and, like, plasticky. Like it he, is a little plasticky. He might be getting some sort of, like... He might be overdoing, like, filler and shit. 
These billionaires are fucking whack. They really have not got anything. We've talked about this a bunch on the show, but like, I'm just thinking about like how fucking corny these dudes are. Changes you. It changes your relationship with this planet, with humanity. It's one Earth. I want to go on this flight because it's a thing I've wanted to do all my life. It's an adventure. It's a big deal for me. I invited pause my this, brother this, to come this, on this. Pause it. It's going to space. <laughs> it's something everybody's always wanted to do. <laughs> Jesus fuck. It's a big deal to fucking everybody. There's dudes who have been to space like 10 times who are like, it's insane every time you realize, holy shit, I'm in space. Like you, like if you like talk, like listen to interviews with astronauts, they just go, yeah, even the tenth time, you're just like, I'm in fucking space. You're not supposed to be in space. We're fucking monkeys. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard how people talk about the ones that died on like the teacher and everything? No. There's like a doc. <clears throat> there's like a documentary, and even then, they're like, they knew the risk, and even with dying. It's still worth it to almost go see space. Dude, when Mu when Elon Musk said he was going to send people to Mars, but they weren't coming back. That's the best. Do you know like twenty, like 10,000 people were just like, yeah, I'll go. Absolutely. We talked about this on High Society last week, and Stanley was like, if an alien shows up, like in Cocoon or something, or uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and they're just like, we'll take you with us, you fucking go, right? But I don't think I go to Mars. I wouldn't sign myself up to just die. No. No. Not, like, if you not, were like, hey. Not like, through Elon. If it's the 60s and you're like, hey, we're going to the moon and we're coming back, I'd be like, all right. I mean, I'm not going to not go to the fucking moon. We're coming, but we're coming back, though, right? Because, like, all my stuff is here. Like, <laughs> they don't have fucking, I mean, what do they have? Back? They don't have fucking uh, vinyls on the moon, you know? I, from what I know, Mars just has potatoes. Stanley Kubrick's got a great new movie coming out in, like, three months. I don't want to miss it. We'll be back. <laughs> We'll be back for The Shining, right? Like, we're not, we're not going to miss The Shining, right? When did Star Wars come out? Did, 70s? Did one, oh, no, so that's 60s. Okay, it doesn't line up. But Star Wars is almost there. I was going to say, I want to see A New Hope, man. <laughs> come on. Come on, dude. I got to come back. Dude, I want to see who this Darth Vader guy is. I got is. this subscription to Mad Magazine. I can't wait for next month's fold-ins, dude. We're going to be back. Dude, I have stock in Blockbuster. That didn't exist in the 60s, buddy. <laughs> Yo, you're so young. It's so funny. Dude, you know, I... All right. This is... I'll show my age for a second. We'll get back to this. <laughs> I'll Jeff show my it. age. Really? No. I remember when Blockbuster started popping up in New York. Like, I remember... Like, it was all, like, local video stores, and then Blockbusters. Bah, 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 and then, like, they just put those shits out of business. Yeah, we were, I watched that, yeah. When people wax poetic about, like, things like... Block, or even, like, Barnes & Noble's going away. I'm like... Barnes & Noble put out a business every bookstore. Like, oh no, Amazon killed Barnes & Noble. Like, Barnes & Noble killed, like, all these, like, regular Mom ass... Mom and Pops. Yeah, like, what, like even that, there was even chains that Barnes & Walden Books or whatever, smaller regional chains that they killed. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad for fucking Circuit City going out of business. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? They fucking... Radio Shack ruined... I was about to say Radio Shack. Yeah. They, you know how many hobby shops closed because they opened a Radio Shack? I'll tell you this. Here's a funny one. There's this place, Rollin' Roaster, out in deep Brooklyn. Uh, it's a roast beef sandwich place. Super mm. popular out there. They tried to open one in the city. Failed miserably. But the place must make a couple million dollars a year. Uh, you could probably find the commercial on YouTube if you look for Rollin' Roaster commercial because I feel like you should know about this place because it's fucking a very silly place in Brooklyn. But like... They tried to open a Roy Rogers across the street from it. 
And they Roy Rogers, I, I remember being like proud of Roland Roaster because Roy Rogers went out of business before Roland Roaster did. It's like they tried to come in and fast food muscle them out. Yeah, this is. I don't know if you wanted it, but yeah, here it is. Yeah, no, I did. I just wanted you to see it. I know this commercial. You can turn it off. But you get, you get it. They've been there since forever, okay. and okay. they tried to fucking. I, I like. Looks I, like a Burger King to me, to be honest. It's not, dude. I'll tell you this: there's a better roast beef place like four blocks away. <laughs> That's older. Brennan and Carr is the better roast. Do you beef eat place. Arby's? I have eaten Arby's. I don't mind it. Ugh. Garbage. I don't like. Love How it. are you eating five star restaurant like Michelin star restaurants? I'll tell you this: if I took you to the place Brennan and Carr, the other roast beef place, I'll tell you this: you'd like if you like McDonald's, you'd love this place that we just watched a commercial for. And you definitely would like the place. It's like the oldest restaurant in South Brooklyn. It's in this like weird like log cabin building. If I ever have a car for like a couple days and I'm here, I'll be like, "Fuck it, yeah, we'll just drive out there. I'll get you a roast beef sandwich." Okay. Because you'd be like, "This is a why does this this is st- we're you'd be out there and you'd be like, because you've never been you've never been too deep into Brooklyn, right? Um, like time to time, but nothing like yeah. Where where's the what's the deepest in Brooklyn you've been? Oh, where do the Jews live? Like where Borough Park. Or Williamsburg, um, like Williamsburg, like where, like kind of like ca- like where that is, Pallet is. Where that is, is so not deep in Brooklyn. No, but where Pallet is, like, not, oh, that's not that's like Queens. I'm telling you, like you, there's places in New York City, in Brooklyn, in particular, that deep. Where, even in Queens, where you'll be there and you'll just go, "This is inside New York City." Like, there's what? Why is there fishing boats? Oh, like it's like what? What is happening here? Why is the what? what where the fuck am I? Like, it's fucking strange. But let's get back to this Jeff Bezos video, because that's what we were talking about. I'm going on a lot of tangents. I'm not used to Mike not being here. It's throwing me off. What does he usually do? I don't know. It's just we, we've run out of things to talk about, you know? It changes your relationship with this planet, with humanity. His faces. He looks like one of those, you know, those fucking ugly fish now? You know those really ugly fish that they always do? Like, here's an ugly alien fish. The bottom. Oh, yeah, the, the bottom. He does look the, like. He's like starting to look feeder. like a monkfish, right? I didn't realize his face wasn't always that Oh, fat. blobfish. Yes. He's starting to look like a blobfish. Yes. He's fucking Bezos. It's an adventure. It's a big deal for me. Also, I don't know if he said it in the thing. He says, ever since I was five years old, I dreamed of traveling to space. You and everyone, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You, everybody. That's the, that's the whole thing. Like, what, what did you just say? Yeah. I invited my brother to come on this first flight because we're closest friends. He stuttered? I really want you to come with me. Would you? Are you serious? I am. I think it would be meaningful. How crazy is it? Look, hold on. Keep, keep playing. I have this. my brother there. I wasn't even expecting him to Pause. say that he was going to be. Look at Jeff Bezos' handsomer brother. I thought that was Jeff Bezos. I thought that's what, what Jeff Bezos looked like. That is kind of what he used to look like before he looked like a fucking weird blobfish. I, he, must, he can't even talk straight. Dude, he must have gone to space and then got zapped with a fucking ray <laughs> that turned him into a fucking blobfish. Or you know what? It split him. It split him in two. Like the movie Twins. He is now the Danny DeVito of himself, and he's got a brother that's the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, what? His brother. Look at his brother. His brother's a handsome dude. He looks like Telly Savalas in the 70s. On the first flight. And then when he... He's a firefighter. Along, his brother's a firefighter. He's a fucking man's man. Billionaire Jeff Bezos' his brother's a fucking firefighter? Or are they just cosplaying? Because they were also dressed like cowboys a few minutes ago. I don't <laughs> know what's going Seriously? on. Seriously? If you're willing, if you want oh to. God. Yeah. What a remarkable opportunity, not only to have this adventure, but to be able to do it with uh, my best friend. Gay. <laughs> Calling your brother your best friend is gay. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
Blue Origin is also a Very terrible annoying. name for a space company. So annoying. SpaceX? That sounds like Fire. fucking. So that sounds like some space shit. Virgin <laughs> Galactic? At least it has Galactic in the name. <laughs> and also, you gotta be a virgin to really focus <laughs> on rocket ship building. <laughs> Although, maybe the post nut clarity might help. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're just like, if you're really blocked up, but then again, you just jerk, you know? You can't be bogged down with women and be, have space. Maybe Jeff Ooh, went or... to space and his bones are just like a That's little what too is, wide. Yeah, yeah he, no, yeah, no. His bones, like, you know, the, your bone density goes, maybe it turns to like jelly. You know what I mean? Like, like his face just got like wider. <laughs> like if you boil, if you boil, like if you pressure cook, if you ribs, boil Jeff Bezos, if you boil Jeff Bezos, you get a fucking hearty stock. There's a lot of gelatin in his face. You get his brother. Yeah, you get his brother. Dude, his brother. That's how you get a more handsome so, Jeff Bezos. His brother looks like if you put a picture of those two guys side by side and nobody knew who they were, and you were like, which of these guys do you think is the more successful brother? Everybody would say his brother. So here's Jeff Bezos on the left. Okay. Now you see a picture. Yeah. Yeah. That, first of all, to our point earlier, that how old, how long is that picture? Uh, I this is like the f- five weeks. This is like the fourth picture behind the video of. Um, so it's like a couple of weeks old. Yes. Five weeks old. That picture. Yes. Why does he look so different? Dude, that's fucking crazy. He does look like shit in that. What video. happened to Jeff Bezos in the last month and a half? Because now like, he's still going through. I'm a divorce. telling you, I think they recorded that video post space. <laughs> yeah, he look his look. He's he looks yeah, that's normal a here. Yeah, he look. That's what Jeff Bezos looks like. This is fucking. This is strange as fuck, dude. Like, it. Fuck, but it's still though. Even with the dorky old school Jeff Bezos, get, find me a picture of his brother. Just Google oh image his brother. I, I'm sorry, I just I just found this though. It's- yeah, look at that. <laughs> look at why does he look? It's five weeks. No, they killed Jeff Bezos, and this is a clone. It's not even, dude. It's a bad clone. His brother looks more like him. Just oh. give his brother some, dude. Why does sorry? He why does he look like retarded Dana White? All of a sudden, <laughs> like it's just like it's what happened. Hey, you guys, dude. It looks like. When I first clicked on that video, I was like, is this his brother? Does his brother run Blue Origin? And that's even stupider. If you just gave your brother a nepotism job and you let him run your space division and you're going to go on the flight with him. That's what I thought was going down when I clicked that video. And they're like, yeah, so I asked my brother. And he was like, yeah. And then, again, brother more handsome. Just like you'd think that was like, like the two of them at like Thanksgiving dinner, you would think that the brother's got a lot going on. Everybody's happy to see him. And Jeff is just kind of like, yeah, I'm running my like little book website. Like the bro- I guarantee the brother is like a high brother slamming puss. Yeah, he's just, he's he's crushing puss. So he's got a different hot chick coming over for hey Easter. Hey Jeff, what are you doing? I'm turning these books into to audio into podcasts. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get actors and they're gonna read books and everybody's like, shut up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> where you fucking dork? This is his brother, dude. It- for a that's a handsome bald guy right there, right? Jeff Bezos sucks. Dude, <laughs> Jeff Bezos' brother, who I'm assume is named Jim Bezos, <laughs> Jim Bezos is like the Charizard version of Larry David. By Jim the way, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's got to be Jim Bezos. I don't know what his name is, but it's probably Jim Bezos. <laughs> I think it's Mark. Yeah, it's Mark. That's terrible. Jim Bezos is be- that's better. It's on more on brand. We need alliteration, fellas. Jesus. <laughs> but so yeah, I we need to get to the bottom of whatever the fuck happened to Jeff Bezos. Space, dude. 
Dude, it looks like. Would you go to space if there was a possibility? Dude, it looks like he sleeps like in an Instapot. What the fuck is wrong with his fucking face? Pull it back up. Wait. It's so fucking strange. Pull it up side by side with a blobfish. Can you do that? Okay, yeah, give, me, give me one second. What the fuck happened to this man? He's a billionaire. Fix your face. What are you going to space for? Fix your face on Earth. <laughs> on Earth. Does he think the zero gravity will get all of his fucking face bones to shift back into wherever? What the fuck happened to him? Jesus Christ. I know he got stomped and divorced, and I think it was literal. <laughs> Shit. Jeff fucking Yo, Bezos. He really let himself go after the divorce. Oh, gross. He looks gross. Oh, I'm God. I'm getting what you're asking. I for. can't. So, yeah, I guess he's going to space with his brother. I hope they're not flying the thing. They haven't even mentioned any pilots or anything in that video. They were just like, yeah, we got this crack team of scientists and we're just going to tag along. They didn't say that at all. They were like, yeah, me and my brother. Yo, gonna- wouldn't you love that you train your entire life? And you just, to be like an astronaut, you're like, I'm going to be Neil Armstrong. Yeah. And then you just end up being a rich guy's <laughs> limo driver for space. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're just chauffeur. Everyone's happy about Jeff Bezos going to space. Yeah. No one gives a you're, fuck you're that you piloted there, You're it. looking at Jim Bezos and you're going, why do you get to be here? You're not even the richest guy. You're the <laughs> richest the guy's brother. You? Who the fuck are you, Jim? He's like, well, I'm the brother. Yeah, well, I mean, this is my brother. I was like, yeah, but it's not like you guys were born. You're not the Winklevoss twins. You were like, <laughs> old money. Why are you here, Jim? <laughs> Get the fuck off my spaceship. What did you do for this money? I'm the fucking captain. <laughs> fuck. I fucking hate you. This sucks. I gotta fuck. He's got. They probably make him wear the cap too. Like they put it right on his space helmet. Like they build. Yeah, so they build the chauffeur cap. They start calling him Argyle, like from Die Hard. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, Argyle, can you turn up the tunes back here?" He's like, "I'm not even black." It's <laughs> uh, so funny. Oh. can you pull up these things next to each other? I'm I need trying. to. See, I need to see them next to each other. Uh, Just make a second window on the other side. That's of the what I did, and then here I'm just gonna do it this way. I got it. I'm gonna do a little quick, All little right. quick flash, flash. All right. All right. We're going to do it like this. There we if go. I didn't need you to make the Notes of a Goon merch that's coming out at the end of the month, you should I'd me. be yelling at your production skills a lot right now. I like it. Also, I- you told me you listened to the show, so I figured you knew we were going to videos. Yeah, but I thought Harrington would set it up to where there's a fucking button for oh. your desktop, and no, Harrington's a piece of shit. Uh, Good deflection. Yeah. Harrington would do that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. It's like he's here. So, it's, like, it's like he's here. Yeah, let me say. Blobfish. Dude, that is dead on. Go back. Wait, hold up. Ready? Bezos? Blobfish. Dude. It's like he's staring at himself. Dude, it's so fucking weird. If you is- give me like five minutes, I can edit the blobfish onto that screenshot of Jeff Bezos sitting in that chair. And <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it's so... It's uncanny. Did he... Dude, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Look at that weird chamber in the back of that video. Right, the weird chamber that he just had in the back of that video looks like the chamber in The Fly. Did you ever see The Fly with um, sure. Jeff Goldblum, where him and a fly he he invents a teleporting machine, and then uh, the fly gets in there. The fly gets in there, and that's then his that's DNA from? mixes with the fly. I've seen every ripoff of it. Yes, yeah. yeah. The Simpsons I've seen did the Family great, Guy yeah. versions of the it. Simpsons did a great ripoff of it. Yeah, see that pod? It looks like the pod. I think Jeff Bezos maybe. Uh, was like I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a the fly pod because I'm 
I'm as handsome as Jeff Goldblum, so I'm going to make it the fly pod. But then somehow, like, I think Jim Bezos was like, hey, Jeff. Hold this. Threw a blobfish at him <laughs> because that's like a game they play, maybe. You know what I mean? They play catch the blobfish. And so he threw the blob, and they fell into the teleporter. And now Jeff Bezos is a blobfish, and he has to go to space to hope aliens fix his fucking face. That's the only thing. I mean, that's the only logical conclusion. Why he has to go to space. Yeah, why else would Jeff Bezos go to space? Who the fuck else would risk going to space when you have that much money? It's crazy. That is true. He has to do a bunch of paperwork to know where his money goes. Dude, it's Far just... Work. I'm just saying, it's like, if you have that much money, mm. like, I would go to space right now because it'd be like, yeah, that's novel, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm out of money for fancy restaurants. Sure, <laughs> shoot me into space. Like, but, like, fucking... If I was a if I had Jeff Bezos money, I'm like, dude, like you know, there's like a lot of vaginas here. Why the fuck am I going to like? It, it was worth two hundred billion dollars. How much? How mad do you think his wife is that she didn't hang on for another year? She should have fucking held on through that pandemic before she hit that divorce. She should probably buy her own fucking space program, dude. They we talked about it on the show a while back. Uh, they were try, talking about doing a wealth tax just in Washington, which which is obviously where Bill Gates and the Bezoses live. And they were like, just off the three of them, they would raise like a billion dollars, a couple of billion dollars a year on like a 1% wealth tax. It was like fucking insane. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? But um, yeah, so Jeff Bezos is a blobfish. He's going to space to fix his face. That's how it goes. Uh, He's bringing his brother Jim. Um, Yeah. Uh, What is it called? Blue Origin? Terrible name. Blue Origin sounds like a cocktail I don't want to drink. It sounds like you're in like a bar in Miami. Sounds like a shitty cruise, but Blue Origin. Yeah, the Blue Origin. Why, what's blue in space? It's honestly the only thing that's not in space is blue. Yeah, yeah. Your Blue Origin is like so you're gonna go to space and then look at the only blue thing around. Fucking stupid. Yeah. So your origin. Your are you the Blue Origin? Are you? Are we the Blue Origin? Are we on the Blue Origin, dude? If they named a comic book Blue Origin, I would not read it. Blue Virgin, on the other hand. Blue Virgin? Blue Virgin might get fucked if she got big titties, though. I'll fuck a blue chick. I always thought that, like, you know, that was always, like, the big thing. You know, people were like, uh, Kirk fucked a green chick and made out with a black chick. And I was like, how are those the same things? <laughs> how are those also, the same I'm thing? fucking a green chick, without a doubt. 100%. Like, Zoe Saldana hotter with the green skin. I'm like, that's hot. Are you talking never, about, yeah. I fucked a Spanish chick before. I never fucked a green chick. Mmm... You know what I mean? Ever is the pussy blobfish? Green? <laughs> yeah, I never fucked a blobfish. I bet you could fuck a blobfish. I bet, dude. <laughs> I bet you a blobfish gives good head. Dude, I bet you could fucking. You just smack your cock in the gills. <laughs> oh, I bet that feels fucking great. <laughs> Wait. Just, just <laughs> face fucking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> would you go for the nose and the mouth first? I would just want to slap my dick across the forehead <laughs> and drag it down. Just let it slide down like a water slide. <laughs> For your cock. Oh. oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff and Jim going to space. That's the title of this episode. Jeff and Jim go to space. The title of this episode, by the way. Um, all right, let's move on. We got one or two more things to do, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Oh. Um, so I sent you uh, an article from the New York Post, and you know we try to get to the bottom of race relations on this show. Um, and uh, typically we have the racehorse here, but he's, you know, obviously, I, like I said before, Mike had to bring him back to rehab. He's, he's all fucked up. 
Um, but there's, so there's this thing. Obviously, there's been a lot of Asian hate going on. You know, we all we all have heard of the Asian. What did you do to Andre? He's fine. No, I saw Andre the other day. I love Andre. Oh, okay. You know, I'm not doing it. It's just happening apparently all over the city. I mean, they, they're saying it. Uh, it's, it's mostly white supremacists, except, you know, mostly not. Um, it's mostly just like videos of randos just screaming at Asian people because they're crazy and... They're homeless. They're crazy homeless. There's, yes, there's more mentally ill crazy homeless people wandering the streets than ever before, and they just uh, are just like, y'all made the virus! Because they're crazy. Like, it's like, that's what is happening. That's what happens. Like, yeah, like, it's like... It's the biggest news story in the world. People are going to, like, that's what's happening. Uh, but so apparently, um, so the cops have been cracking down on a lot of stuff recently. And so this, pull, can you pull up the story uh, yeah. from the post? You want to see the video or the story first? No, just uh, show me a picture of this gentleman who started this rant. And th- I didn't even realize there's a video. We'll watch it. Um, but apparently this guy um, uh, was hurling s- racial slurs. He's a black gentleman. Big dude, too. Like, doesn't look like a crazy person. Just looks like a brolic dude. Um was hurling slurs because of um, is because of the protests. Do you know about the protests in Washington Square Park? I don't. Oh wait, the ones where they burn the <clears throat> sorry, the ones where they burn the mass. No. So in wow. so basically, as you know, Washington Square Park has been popping, dude. Don't blow it up. I don't want to blow up my, my my new party spot. You're an idiot because the cops have literally been beating the shit out of people. In the park for the last five days. How do you not know this? I'm white. It's huge news. They're beating up white people, too. Damn it. Uh, this black guy happened to be there, but so whatever. So what people don't know, if for anybody who's not in the city, uh, Washington Square Park has essentially been a dance party for the it's, last... It's a rave every Friday and Saturday night. Dude, you can go there on a Tuesday, and it's like, you're, you're still right. a DJ. Like a Wednesday, it is popping. It's just a DJ. Like, it's just like, it's just like, dudes are just setting up turntables and going in. Skaters like, in the middle, different music on people, every corner. Yeah, people are pretty bringing cool. pool floaties in the fucking fountain. Oh, it's so much fun, it's, dude. Dude, and Tompkins Square Park is pretty fun now, too. There's just like a band there every night. Like, it's fucking, the parks have been better than the bars, even yeah. with them reopening. But like, so... Uh, apparently people are moving back in the city. So there's been a lot of noise complaints about Washington Square Park. They've uh, put a... I've lived in this city my entire life. There's never been a curfew in Washington Square Park. You could always walk through. Uh, there was, I guess, a curfew, but like literally they didn't care as long as you weren't buying drugs. Like, And there was people selling drugs there all hours of the night my whole life. And so now there's a 10 o'clock curfew in Washington Square Park what? because of some noise complaints. For some people. First of all, I'm going to throw this out there. It's in the center of the park. I can't imagine these noise complaints are that bad. I was there a couple weeks ago, and it's weird because the cops that were there, like, surrounding, it seemed like they were more trying to keep order. It's not like, it was just, like, making sure everyone got home and out of the thing safe. So it sucks to hear that now there's a curfew at probably the littest place in New York. I'll tell you this. I was there a couple weeks ago. No cops. I went there with, I went there with Rob Bernstein. Really? Yeah, uh, about a month and a half ago. And within 30 seconds, I look at him and go, hey, we got to leave. And he was like, why? I was like, because everyone thinks we're cops. You do look so like a cop. I look like a cop. So, if so I'm, but if I'm does. with, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the fact that me and Robbie don't look that similar, but we both look like cops and we're walking. To get, like if I walked in there with a big black guy. You walked in there with me. If it, you walked in there with you, fine. I walked in there with my buddy Josh, who's a little redheaded Jew. And he's like, meh, 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 meh. And we were fine. Like, like. Robbie has cop vibes. He has He's got like, and you have cop face. I have cop face. Robbie's got cop vibes. He's wearing a flannel and a fucking dad hat. 
You know what I mean? I got fucking yes, like... Yes, might as well be detective. I may as well be wearing a Yankee jersey at all times. People just see a Yankee jersey even though I never wear one. Like, it's just like... People see me... Dude, I have a fucking look about me where people... People that have known me for a decade will ask me for a cigarette. And I'm like, I've never smoked cigarettes. Like, I remember you used to smoke cigarettes when we were kids. It was like, never have I ever regularly... I guarantee you... Like, I have smoked cigarettes in my life, but I would bet $100 that you have never seen me smoke a cigarette to most people. You definitely never have. I never. Fucking... But, like, it's just, I have a look where people are just like, yeah, like, you're just a cop. Like, <laughs> you're a cop. And I'm like, all right, this is what's going to happen. But so, like, this is all happening. And this story comes out, uh, this was today. This is a, uh, a big black dude who's pissed off about the curfew because I guess he wanted to go to the fucking thing. So there's an Asian cop. You want to watch it? Let's watch it. Got some sound? I'm looking for, oh, yeah. You fucking chink? He's a chink. Get the fuck out of you, chink. The fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I'm on the sidewalk. I'm on the sidewalk. You chink? You so fucking chink. The fuck out of here, you chink. The fuck out of here, you fucking chink. Stay away from the car. No, no. I, no I, I listen, as long as I'm on the sidewalk, I'm good. Right, I like how he's recording them like he's not being a dick. <laughs> I'm going to be racist and record y'all. Yeah. But why? why? Hold on, hold on. Keep, keep watching it. You know where my fucking lawyer is? You know where my fucking lawyer is? Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. How about that? Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Black people can't be racist. Suck my dick. Black people can't be racist. That's what we're going to talk about in a minute. I respect you, just not your friend. I was you didn't. Like, I'm just going to yell racial slurs at your coworker. Why? There's like 18 cops there. So this is what I'm going to say. Is like, so they're saying this is a racist incident. Um, I that guy. Look again. Any video, just in general, and I think it should be said for. Any video that you're taking out of we didn't see what happened before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all we know, and I'll tell you this, I've had like a weird, I had like a weirdly aggressive Asian cop once pull me off the train, and I yelled it. I didn't say any racial slurs, but like I was like sleeping on the train years ago, and this little Asian dude wakes me up, cracks a nightstick next to me, wakes me up, pulls me off the train, and the train leaves. I was like, "What is this?" He's like, "You can't sleep on the train," and I was like, "I wasn't even like sleeping; like my eyes were closed." I was like, I was like, dude, it's three. No, I started yelling at him. I just go, dude, it's three in the fucking morning. There's nobody on a fucking train. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm on my way home. It's gonna be 25 fucking minutes before another train comes. He goes, I'm just giving you a warning, and he just got the fuck out of there because I just started spazzing. But like, this fucking shit. What's funny is like they're saying this is like, this is why I wanted to ask you. So we don't have the resource. I don't have Mike here, but you uh, are a producer for. Uh, a black show on the network, and your name is Negri, which kind of makes you black, I guess. Um, <laughs> and so you're a race relations expert. Your co-host is a Spanish guy. So I, I figure you know, is this, so that guy said black people can't be racist. Now, I would imagine this. If you say a racist thing to a cop, automatically not racist. Is my immediate, like, my immediate feeling is you could say anything to a cop, and it's, especially a black guy, could say anything to a cop, not racist. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, as a, like, as a human, like, my 
my first go-to is go, hey, man, you're kind of playing a scapegoat. Like, yeah, you're saying, like, you're picking out a dude and you're bullying him. But I, it is very true. It's like a black guy should probably be able to say whatever the fuck you like. If you were just saying it to, like, a group of white people on the street and it was like, obviously, the guy who would be calling Chink wouldn't be white. But if it was like a I'll group- be honest, pretty funny. I had uh, uh, two uh, black friends of mine who you know, um, uh, Miles and Lawrence. Uh, I told yeah. them, I always thought it would be funny if... Uh, just black people randomly called annoying white girls in the street the N-word, hard R, and then they just did it for me for 20 minutes. They would go up to random white girls in the street, start talking to them, and then just hard R N-word them and walk away. <laughs> and I'll be honest, it's the best time I've had <laughs> in a long fu- fucking time. Um, but uh, I'm just saying, it's like, look, I- I'm just going to throw this out there. Also, just like, you say anything you want to a cop, not racist. You're just being a dick to a cop. Hmm. Also, yeah. I have no respect for the cops that are breaking up these parties in Washington Square Park. I'm sure there's somebody I that's listening though, to this I show. like how it's called a protest because it's like, we're going to keep partying. Dude. Let's call it a protest. Dude, everything's a dude, protest now. It's a fucking dude, protest. Dude, <laughs> I, do you remember? I've, I, I fucking brought it up, but I'll bring it up again. I don't give it because it's so funny to me because it's coming up on the anniversary of this. So you, obviously all parades got canceled during the pandemic, right? So uh, the day of the Puerto Rican Day Parade, they did a Puerto Rican march for black lives. Mm-hmm. Because you were allowed to have Black Lives Matter marches, but you were not allowed to have the Puerto Rican Day Parade. So everybody that normally would have went to the Puerto Rican Day Parade just went out and said they were protesting for Black Lives Matter, and it was fine. Sure, it was a more subdued Puerto Rican Day Parade than usual, and more power to them. For the Puerto Rican community of New York did put forth the effort to I'm calm so, down for a couple of days. I'm more surprised they were able to plan it. What do you mean? They already had they already had a plan. It was on the same day the Puerto Rican Day Parade was supposed to be. Oh, okay. They just wore different outfits. <laughs> they just wore black t-shirts instead of Puerto Rican flag shirts. You know what I mean? Like instead of those tank tops with the two big mesh holes that are Puerto Rican flags, they just wore black t-shirts. That's the difference and masks, which we all had anyway. Is the guy that was filming this racist guy live streaming? Let me see. He is. Look. It's, there's like a tip amount. You can't see it. Hold on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's Streamlabs. One second. One it's Streamlabs. Look. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. Can, like I tip, tip can I tip the racist black guy? That's who I want to tip. He should have just been yelling his Venmo. I'd send him some money right now. <laughs> and then, look, you can see someone. I'm oh, sorry, Cash like, App. Those people someone, prefer Someone cash subscribed. App. <laughs> someone liked the content. Yeah. It's pretty great. So this is, uh, this is what I'm saying, You though. think whatever you say to a cop, it shouldn't be labeled as racist? It's just Cer- certainly not. Just talking shit. But it is a weird, it's a weird thing. Here's also what I want to talk to you, because you're a younger, you're a younger dude. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you, like, I'm an older dude, and like, I, we didn't play the whole black people can't be, like, the black guys I grew up with literally used to be like, black people are the most racist. You know what I mean? Oh, this like, is a new thing? Yeah, black people... First of all, that was invented by... This is why things that are invented in intellectual circles by white people that trickle... Like, it doesn't translate to the hood. I'm just... That... Like, I don't... Maybe that guy's got a fucking uh, bachelor's from NYU. I don't think so. But, like, it doesn't... Like, so it's like the whole thing of, like, black people fucking you up for saying the N-word. I'm positive that came out of fucking colleges. That didn't start in the hood because every hood has a white Mike who said the N word. 
white mic. That, like, I swear to fuck, dude. Put into Google Images right now, R.I.P. White Mike Mural. You're gonna find four million of them. Like, I'm telling you this right, and like, I'm telling you that every mural for White Mike, White Mike said the N word casually amongst his boys. This is like a new thing that trickled out of the colleges. So, and you know what happens? A bunch of hood fucking dudes beat the shit out of people for just being colloquial, and then they go to jail. Because some bougie motherfuckers in a fucking college said some shit. This is my personal opinion <laughs> on this. As somebody who grew up, look, I grew up around a lot of black and Puerto Rican people and some white people who kind of all just said the N-word to each other. Because that's how we all talked in 1994. It was anything fucking goes. Bullet was filmed down the block from my fucking house. You ever see Bullet? What do you think? You never saw Bullet with Tupac in it? No. Mickey Rourke, you have a lot of homework <laughs> after this show. First of all, you got to learn what a cowboy is. Second of all, fucking watch Bullet, you fucking idiot. First of all, you would love Bullet. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you this Bullet. right now. You, if you never saw Bullet with Tupac in it, that is your fucking movie, dog. Like, I, I can't even think of a movie that I would Bullet recommend you harder. Fucking Tupac. But what do you think about what I'm saying with this, like, some of this stuff I just I, I mean I had a co-host on a podcast I, I, I ran that kind of was the same ideology and it was that black people are literally can say whatever the fuck they want can but, do whatever the fuck they want and they can't be racist I had a conversation with my buddy who we were watching a black guy big large large black gentleman and we were watching video I, I kept showing him videos of uh, black you watch killing is easy huh you watch killing is easy no uh uh-huh. But I kept showing him videos of uh, black people beating up Chinese people on the train. What? I just, I just was fucking with him. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you just do? You didn't, you didn't just fuck with your friends and say, <laughs> first of all, I, just, I got a lot of fucking guys that I've been friends with for twenty years who are black guys, and I just will break their balls about shit, and mm-hmm. they will break my balls about shit. That's just how we kind of do it. Yeah. Right. The only time I ever said the N word in anger was to my friend Trevor, uh, who I've told this story before, who tried to fuck my chick, and I called him. Threw it out there. He laughed and goes, "Man, that shit don't suit you." Is he black? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you, okay. Yeah. He goes, "Man, that shit don't suit you." And we laughed, and we're still friends. And I haven't talked to that girl in years. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it's like, she's like, it, it was like a different fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it, like, but like, it's like a, this weird thing is like a guy like that is probably that guy was probably like about my age, and he's just going, "Black people can't be racist." Whereas like that motherfucker, dude, I went to. I got my. I went to Brooklyn Tech, but then I had to get a couple credits. I had to go to an alternative school. I was one of three white guys that was in the school Pacific, and there there was three white people. Uh, I didn't get made fun of because I wasn't act outwardly. There was a pregnant white girl who was pretty hot before she we she started showing. She obviously didn't catch any shit. There was a white dude with braids who caught some shit. He was a blonde dude with braids. He caught a lot of shit, and then but you know who caught all of the racial shit in that school? Uh. That one African kid named Peter. Motherfuckers used to click at that motherfucker and ask him if he ever had sex with a tiger. Like, it's like, black people can be racist against black people. Like, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, how is, I, I, don't, I don't think racism, like, it's... it's motherfuckers a, used to click at this kid. they literally be like, Peter. <laughs> and I'll tell you this, it wasn't me, and it wasn't the kid with braids, and it wasn't the pregnant white chick. 
Well, I have this story that I uh, I always want to turn into a bit on stage, and it's I never know the best way of doing it. And uh, I'm gonna try to tell it at least a little quick. Freshman year. Uh, no, we're gonna get in. I'm gonna review your bit. That's what we're, that's how we're finishing the show. Okay, that's, we'll can, use that. Can I tell the story though. All right, tell me the story. Um, I was a freshman in high school. I went to, and then I I, I grew up in Boca, which is a Jewish. Yeah, we all know Boca Ratanas. But I moved to Naples to be closer to my dad, which is not a Jewish anything. So people were just asking me, like, do you believe in God? Like, they knew nothing about Jews. And I was getting picked on by a black kid my freshman year. And he kept doing that. He would, like, he lo- so one day he locked my Did locker. Did he throw an adding machine at you and say, do my counting, motherfucker? Did you he, would, he just kept doing the Jew, Jew mad, like, pun. He would use Jew as a word. Dude, that's then- almost more of a joke making fun of Puerto Ricans than it is. <laughs> Or Q- I use Florida, so Cubans. But you know what I mean? Like it's like that's more making fun of Spanish people. and how they talk. Yeah. <laughs> he's more he's making fun of the Latino kids around me. Yeah, like, he's like <laughs> that's funny. So you man, that's a bad. I would be mad that it's just a bad joke. That's what I'm saying. So he would did that for like a week, and then I went to gym. He locked my locker with like a zip tie, and went Jew mad. Jew want me to open it. Jew okay. Jew want me to do it. Jew ask me. And literally all of those in a succession. I just said fuck it, went out, tried to punch it the kid. It's pronounced kike. <laughs> I tried to punch the kid and ended up getting like pushed back by another student. I got sent to detention. But you tried to punch him? So I went to go like this is a real like there's another kid that was like a the, it was like the you of the school, like the bad kid that was just like selling weed in f- freshman year. Whoa, su- whoa, 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 whoa. Assuming whoa. that was you. You're throwing some fucking Accusation. He looked a lot like you. He was bricky like you. You're a pretty bricky dude. He was bricky. Okay. And I went to go punch the kid, the black kid, and he stopped me, pushed me back, and said, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? You don't want to do all that. You gotta fuck you got you're gonna get suspended. Literally said all that, and I'm sitting there huffing and puffing. Got to detention. My long story short, my mom comes in and I just I heard my mom say to the the the, the faculty, she just goes my son is being called a Jew, and you're suspending him? I'm a su- I, she- No one deserves to be called exactly the thing they're call- they are. It's and not like he, that Jew, I don't, I, what is this thing about my mom, Jew, my mom, Jew being a slur, by the way? My mom goes, I'm assuming if my kid called him a... Ooh, Florida, baby. Still better. I'm still, out loud, I'm like, still in the lobby. I don't know. Boca Raton. Uh, Your mom's from Boca Raton. She's from Jersey. Oh, okay. But she lived in Boca Raton at the time. Yes. Boca Raton is the classiest part of Florida, correct? Or no, at the time we lived there. in Naples, not to get confusing, but yes. Okay. Boca Raton is like Boca it's Raton is like the, the New cl- York of like little city of yes. Dude, I remember uh, my buddy dated a girl from Boca Raton and she acted he was up in purchase and this is like it's like uh when Stanley was up there too. And uh this girl acted so fucking ghetto and she's from Boca Raton. Yeah. And I, you know what I knew about Boca Raton? The spinoff of the Golden Girls, Golden Palace, where they ran a hotel, took place in Boca Raton. <laughs> That's all I knew about Boca Raton. And I remember this other rich girl who just like fucked black dudes that we knew. Uh, Becca. My mom. It was your mom, yeah. Uh, but she was just like she was like I like that girl because she's ghetto. I was like I was like I was like, you know you're not ghetto. You just fuck black dudes. <laughs> your parents live in a mansion, and she got. Because I used to just go hang out. Like, I wasn't in college, but I used to just like, go up there for the weekend and yeah. get fucking drunk and sell shrooms and shit. And so, like, it was like, the, the all these fucking, like, college girls would be like, they were like, they'd be like you know, they'd try to, like, act like kind of hood. I'd be like, guys, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it was like, it was fucking bizarre. Like, it's like, but, like, fucking, 
So Boca Raton, but like I remember like that girl, like fucking, so the kid was just like, he was, he was like, she's just hot. She was like this hot little blonde girl from down there. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, she acts so ghetto. And like she like loved Biggie. He's like, he's like, you want to see pictures of her house? He showed me pictures of her house. Yeah. And I was like, it was fucking, dude, it's bigger than this apartment building we're sitting in recording this podcast. Like, it's like fucking crazy. I was like, why are you acting hood? Just be a rich girl. Like, you know how much I Boca Raton's a weird ass place, dude. I had like, I had friends who like, it's like the movie mansions. Havoc, right? You ever see the movie Havoc? No, you haven't. No, I had, you I should had... see the movie Havoc too. So which one? Bullet is probably the movie you'll like Bullet better. First. But I think you should watch Havoc. Oh, okay, fine. Anne Hathaway, young and Ooh, hot, tight, tight, getting fucked in it. Why? Yeah, by Mexican gangbangers. Like she wanted it, or yeah, she's like a rich white girl. She's hanging out, dude. I'm telling oh, you, it's I exactly. Like I already like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you be in a Havoc. Bijou oh. Phillips gets it in the ass. Oh, good movie. Good movie. Quality movie. Anyway, you were saying about your mom. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, no, she rolled the dice. Oh, wait. who? That's what happens in Havoc. They had to roll the dice oh to see how God. many gang members they fucked. Stop hitting me with the inside jokes. Um, yeah, my mom, my, mom, my mom said that, and my mom just goes, well, you're not suspending my kid. I'm taking him out of school. I just didn't go to school for two days, and then when I came back... They were like, you're suspended, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, five days starting now. <laughs> and your mom's Dude, suspended yeah. for saying the N-word. Yeah, your mom's not allowed to be on the PTA anymore, you fucking idiot. <laughs> tell your stupid tell your stupid racist mom to go fuck herself. <laughs> She's like, Jews can't be racist. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. They didn't say anything to me though when I went back. Not like one faculty member. That's hilarious. Well, I guess you were getting hate crimed. Now I, that's I, a- one time I had a, another teacher in high school. I was calling another student Jew. I walk up and go, "What's up, my Jew?" And she was like, she literally pulled me aside and she was like, "You, you can't, you can't say that." And I go, "Gerberson calls Chris the N word every day when he walks in. Like it's the first thing out of his mouth." I just thought it was weird. You ever see the N word, Dylan? Me? When I was in Florida, I did. Because it was just the culture. It was a culture. I'll be real with you. Around I'm, black people, did you say the N word? I said, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a weird thing that that has changed, right? And now so, it's kind of like so when I I so like if I'm again not to be gay, but I knew when I was coming to New York, it's hard for you. It is very fucking hard. Yeah. I knew when I was coming to New York. Not only did I have to get it out of my vocab, I also just cursed way too much in general. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, I don't ever want it to come out on stage when I'm riffing because that'd just be fucking weird. Yeah. And also like when I moved here, like. I was, I was 19 when I moved here. I'm 23 now. I'm not saying like, oh, I grew, but it's just like, not again, not to sound gay. I don't like the word that much. I mean, I said it, it one time it in pretty, front of Kevin, and that was like recently. It's, I mean, I'll be, I'm gonna throw this out there. Great word, uh, great flow to it. Uh, comedy cheat code, hundred percent. In this studio, no, 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 no. in comedy clubs, the n word, fuck, a up, black Chris. guy saying the n word. Okay, that's. You did not it, say that. That's what I mean. I don't mean saying it like like how you and Zach a, say it. I ne- I first of all, I've never said a hard R N word in this studio. <laughs> never. Like I said, one time in my life, <laughs> on air or just in general. Just in general to the kid. I told the story. Oh, and I'm just. I, okay, oh, you're right. Okay. Like, I yeah. I don't. Zach does what he does. <laughs> that's on him. Every once in a while, when him I and Bisconti work- can go off and be that Italian. I'm not that Italian. That Italian. <laughs> All right. 
Italians do like the N-word, right? I'll tell you this, and this is something that... This is what's weird about... Well, the, Jews like the word... Schwarze. Yeah, thank you for saying it. I don't want to say it. It's not the N-word. Like, can you, I you don't still know. say coon and stuff, right? I guess. I mean, I again, it's one of those things... I, I guess I hang around a lot of black people. I'm not trying to be a woke white guy. It's just like... I don't understand it, so I'm not gonna delve into it. So all I'm right, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if coon and all of that is. Here's a story I told, I told Dave last night. So our buddy Jeremy is a white, he's an Italian guy, but you know he'll do a. And we're with an A. He works. He's a FDNY. Uh, it's pretty okay. He's a he's a EMT, and he all the guys he works with in Brownsville are black guys, and that's how they all talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So he was hanging out with guys we grew up with couple black dudes at this bar on in Park Slope uh, a couple months ago. No, it was actually, it must have been over a year ago because it was before the pandemic. And he was just talking to our friend who's a black guy, just talking that way, and the bartender threw him out. And I saw the kid, the black kid, the next day, and I go, so, uh, are you in the bar? Jeremy got thrown out for, uh, thrown out the N-word. And uh, he's like, it is what it is. I mean, come on. He wasn't even mad. The white bartender was furious. That's true. Like, it's a strange... It's, it's, it, it, there's a strange culture behind it. I mean, it's 100%, especially in comedy. It's very... It's very weird. Like, I don't... Whatever. I don't want to have a fucking referendum on this. I You're right. Want, I just wanted to fucking talk about if that black guy... Here's the thing. I think that's racist if that black... Like, I don't think a black guy can't be racist. I think that's a nonsense thing that was made up, like I said, in colleges... <laughs> and it doesn't work in the hood. And guys like that shouldn't be calling regular Asian people chinks, right? Like, like it's, it's inappropriate. You shouldn't be calling anyone that. But if he's a cop, fair, fair game. If he's a cop shutting down a fun party, double <laughs> fair game. <laughs> That's it. Well, yeah, what is it with cops being soft as fuck about being talked to in a certain way? It's just, that's a new. That's new. It's like that's not a part. It's not a. You ever have you um have you ever cursed? On Dude, I once got my fucking head slammed into a fucking mailbox by, by two fucking yeah, by two fucking cops that accused me of shoplifting when the store owner didn't. And I go, I'll just go get the thing. I'll show you where I put it. And I go to grab it, and they grab me and go, Where the fuck are you going? I was like, I'm going right the fucking there. Two Italian guys. And they're like, why are you cursing? I was like, what the fuck would I curse at you? You just grabbed me up. You told me I stole that. It's right fucking there. Grabbed me, slammed my head into a fucking mailbox, and handcuffed me. Gave me a discon summons. Ended up, because they walked me. They did all this shit off the book. They, I've told this story a hundred fucking times. But they fucking <laughs> walked me to the precinct. They were walking me to the precinct in Union Square from University Place. And I go, you guys are walking me to the precinct? And I go, guys, I realize I'm drunk right now. Uh, I'm going to be sober in the morning when I see the judge. And you know I'm going to remember all of this. I started saying their names and badge numbers. They had another cop write me a discount summons and uncuffed me. Like, they didn't write the summons. A diff- they called so their buddy out. It was the most sketchy thing so I've sketch. ever been involved in. Um, but yeah, so as a race expert, because you're, you, you, ho- you uh, produce no <laughs> and uh, your co-host is Spanish, is it racist for that black guy to call that Asian man that word? Uh, yes. He could have chose if he, even Even though people. he's a cop? What if he went with... He didn't... You know what it is? If what he if he went with a... If he called all of them chinks. So if he called all the white cops chinks, it would have been fine. Yes. 
Because then you're just saying words. Like, if, There's no white. You call them winks, though. <laughs> right? You'd be like. It would have been more. Fun. That's what. Dude, it would have been that, funny for him to call the. That's what we should call actors who kowtow to the Chinese market. Winks. Oh, like what's his name? John Cena. John Cena. Give him a little. Dude, yo, we should be doing that to people. <laughs> what are you? Even like white dudes who are really way a little like creepily in Asian chicks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody, I'm gonna throw uh, this out there. This is something like I thought the about the other day. Like a weeaboo, but a wink. Yeah, that's but, just pretty funny. Yeah. Like, like, like like dudes that are really oddly like have like an anime body pillow mm-hmm. and like posters. Did you see? Uh, apparently, um, uh, Pornhub did like Androids versus Apple, and if you have an Android, the top three is anime, Pokemon cartoon that's fucking hilarious so if you have an android choices are chances are you're a fucking wink well that's all hold on i'm gonna throw this out there uh just in the united states or worldwide because i don't want to talk out of my ass but i don't know apple has like a 90 percent saturation rate in in uh, america but they have in china worldwide android is the more popular platform i believe it yeah but I'll tell you this about the as the as the wink just with the Asian girl like you know like people say it's like racist if you're too into Asian chicks in general. I think it's weird if you're if you're like I don't like Asian chicks. That's fucking strange to me. You mean like sexually? It's, it's kind of gay to not like Asian chicks. I'll tell you why. That's most chicks. That's the largest group of chicks hmm. is Asians because there's the most of them. So if you aren't into Asian chicks, like, at all... Taking out a big percentage. Kind of sus. Is all I'm saying. It's kind of sus. No? I don't think I've ever been with an Asian chick. Oh, I have once. They're pretty nice. I'm just saying. And if you count both types of Asian, count Indians as Asians, that's like... (laughs) That's like half the bitches. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so if you're just like, I don't like fuck with either of those, I'm like, well, you're you're a gay man. You're probably gay. You're a gay man. That's half the bitches on earth. You (laughs) only fuck white women? I mean, that's fucking strange. I mean, like, unless pretty you're a black gay. guy, that's strange. <laughs> unless you're a black guy, that's pretty true. Dude, I have friends who, like, black friends who just, like, I've seen, I, I saw a dude say to a black chick in a bar, I was like, I don't need to deal with this. Like, just like he was trying to hit on her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to deal with this. You're not white. <laughs> and just like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, how did you just say that to that girl? He's like, he's like, what? Made her feel bad. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mission dude. accomplished. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. Fucking. All right, so we've established that guy is racist. I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't mean racist. It's just more or less. That was pretty racist. I'm going to give you the job of the racehorse. So you say it's racist. So that, Okay, fine. It's racist. That, that, that. Do I do another drop or something? No, I'm going to move on in a second. I'm saying. So we've concluded. We've oh. solved racism again this week. We solve racism every week. We've concluded that that was racist. We solve racism every week. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Okay, so Dylan, as payment for you filling in for my once stalwart producer, Mike Harrington, uh, you said you wanted me to help you work out some jokes on the air? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did say that to me last night, did you not? I don't know if I said on air, but yes. Well, I mean, we do everything on the air. That's that how, is very true. That's how the world works. So we're going to go through some of your joke premises. Um, I mean, they're not going to be as good as Wink. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really get, you know. Yeah, I mean, we, ha- we can't, can't strike gold with everything. Yeah, everything. Every, everything. 
Let me try to find. I'm sure you have one Google Doc with four uh, one-liners on it. That's what. I, yeah, that's what I'm like looking for. Where it's just like the stupid things. Uh, do, 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 do. do you actually want help with like a thing? We we we, we workshop this. Let's we can workshop. I mean, we can pick one. Yeah. Here, let me see. Uh, okay, you know, I I think this I think this one would be decent for. Is uh, I'm trying to work on this bit where I'm like people think I'm a fuck boy, but I'm really not. I'm like women always tell me I look like a fuck boy, and I don't know what it is. If it's the hair, the clothes, the arrogance, the want to do well in life. How dare I? How dare I want to succeed in my life? Like every time I'm on a do date. Do you think you look successful? That's a good. That's a good point. Pull yourself up. No. Pull yourself up on camera real quick. You think you <laughs> I look at myself? First of all, look who you're sitting next to in these in this frame. Somehow I look more successful than you. It's you know you're it in that chair, man. All right. It's just it's 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 posture. You know, your shirts your shirts are always like a little bloused. <laughs> you look like you comb your hair with a balloon. These are all true things. Yeah, these are all true things. So what? What? Let's go over the premise again. What's it? What, the premise is that I, I look like a fuckboy, but I'm not a fuckboy. But you are a fuckboy, because I know you. My next premise. Hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you definitely fuck shit. You're a young dude. You get, a good, you get a good amount of puss, no? Yeah, but I'm a lover, not a, not a fucker. I'm also a fucker. You also, like, are kind of just like, I'm not really trying to fuck with this bitch. Yeah. You were talking about that before, so... Okay, I might this be a, a false I might yeah. be a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like, I don't know. Okay. Really? Here's, no, but here's the joke. It's like, these girls keep calling me fuckboys, and it's really annoying because I just want to fuck them. <laughs> like, there's a joke there. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Uh, all right, next premise. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Next premise. All right. <laughs> Good job. Good. I noticed for your bit, you're really fucking on point with the drops. All right, let's go. It was in front of me. Um, all right. Uh, all right. This is another bit. Um, so sun. It's summer. Okay. I don't. I think New York. I, I finally realized why New York is only allowed like two months of summer. It's because of the sundresses. Sundresses should be illegal because they make dudes. You can't think correctly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, a sundress is like a a sundress is like a a, a perfectly curated plan to rob a bank. Like a woman could put on that dress. And it's it from that point on, like again, premise. From that point on, she can do whatever she wants. She can rob like any man is that bank. Okay. So it's like so she can rob any man. In a sense. But it's like, but that's all I'm saying is there is something about the way an ass cheek. But you can't but with a sundress, you can't rob a bank that you've already deposited money in. But it's also not true because if you saw anyone that you know in a sundress, you would still be attracted to them. But that's what I'm saying. I keep seeing sundresses, and I'm like, they have to be like you have to outlaw sundresses. Like if we had if we had 12 months of sundresses, I wouldn't be able. I I wouldn't do well in comedy. I'd be. Do they not have sundresses for 12 months in Florida where you grew up? No, because a lot of like it's white girl styles, Boca Raton style. They do like the white short shorts and like the tank top tucked in with the brown little belt, and that's pretty good too. Sundresses, baby. Sundresses are what's up. Sundresses are what's up. Sundresses are what's up because you can be fucking so quickly. Yes. That's dude. all it really is. I fingered in a sundress on the street before. And so maybe that's where the joke is. Like, there's something about a sundress. It's also like, 
It makes bitches look like a sexy jellyfish. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's pretty funny. Like, yeah, fucking sting me. Fucking, yeah, whatever. Sting me and then pee on me. You know what I mean? There's, <laughs> like, there's, there's something there. <laughs> and then pee on me. Oh, that's pretty funny. I'm three beers deep, so uh, I'm really, I'm workshopping. I hope you know. Just is- for anybody listening, this isn't how my jokes are. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't come to see me do comedy? Which you know I'll be in New England with Robbie, <laughs> with Robbie Bernstein in the near future. <laughs> well, so I'm, writing, sure. I'm writing these down. Because <laughs> all I want to do is I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, listen. I'm trying to write new shit. This is write new shit material. I'm in the very. I don't think the rob. I don't think the rob the bank thing is great. Yeah, I I, I said it earlier to Kevin Sanchez and um. He looked at me and goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I kind of felt that way, too. I'm, I'm, I wish he was here still. Fucking, uh, I do. I do. I wish Kevin was here. Yeah, because he... He would tell me I'm an idiot. He, you kind of are. I, I didn't really understand the Robert Bank thing. Like, it's like, I get that a I chick... I said it to a ch- Like, a chick looks so hot in a sundress that she could walk into a bank and everybody's looking at the sundress so she can kind of... She doesn't have to put... She doesn't have a mask up. Yeah. So that joke would maybe work if we weren't all just wearing masks for a fucking year. That's true. Okay. That's true. Year and a half at this point. Year plus. Uh, All right, let me let's, let's do one, one more. more. We'll do one more. We'll do one more and get the fuck out of here. Uh, I'm 23 and I recently catch myself saying, uh, man, I must be getting older because I'm always tired. And I went to the doctor and she uh, was I'm gonna stop. I'm going to stop you real quick. I'll, I'll let you finish the premise. Guys your age, anybody under 35, I don't want to fucking hear you talk about how you're fucking getting old. Wait, you gotta... If you are below the halfway point to the life expectancy, shut the fuck up! But all Chris, of, there's more. No, all of you young comics are like, yeah, I'm getting old, I'm 27, and I, wa- I watch it in fucking clubs where it's a room of fucking 40-year-old men try like... And you guys, yeah, getting old, 27. Everybody goes, this is going to suck. I've seen it happen 400 times. Stop. You're not. You're How old are you? 23. You're 20. Do you understand how fucking young, fucking 20. You're five years out of high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you understand? That's like a whole other high school, though. And high school was long. Dog. <laughs> My 20-year high school reunion would have been this year. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut... 23, you fucking idiot. First of all, I'm going to throw this out there. You haven't even gotten to the... Like, you're just now getting to the point where you could just kind of... Like, because in college, there was a lot of pretense around fucking, right? Mm -hmm. 23 is kind of where you hit that groove where you're kind of like... Oh, like I can just fuck these bitches. Oh, I, I, I think I figured it out recently. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. happens around that age. You're not old until that gets boring to you. You're not even kind of old until you're just kind of like, I guess I could just keep going out and figuring out how to fuck these idiots. Who cares? That like that's see how you see how jaded and old that sounded. That happens around 28. I'll take it at 28. But really, unless you have a random pain that you don't really know how it started, you're not fucking old. Let me hear the rest of the joke. <laughs>
I'm 23 and I've recently been catching myself saying that stupid phrase where it's like, man, I must be getting older because I'm always tired. I went to the doctor earlier and she was like, nah, that's depression. You should take something. All right, that's actually not bad. I'm not even going to lie. You know what? That's a good way to play. But you should add in that the doctor was like, you're 23, not getting, you're 23. You're, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You should before, absolutely, before if you I add the... that to the joke, I'll, I'm going to throw this out there. If you add that to the joke, it is a fucking play on that bad Phrase. format. It's, yes. it's a play on that bad format of the joke. But you, I think the only way it really works is if you, you you're going to have to beat a crowd over the head with it. Like, you're going to literally, people are listening to this going like, I would get it. And like, no, you wouldn't. Shut the fuck up. You literally have to fucking go, yeah, I, I'm 23 and I can tell, I just turned 23 and I, I can tell I'm getting older because I went to the doctor and was like, yeah, I'm just like tired all the time. And the doctor was like, idiot, you're 23. That's not getting old. You're just depressed. Oh, I kind of like, like that. You know what I mean? Like you don't okay, have to yell. You don't have like to yell that. it. You're not. Yeah, but, you're not but, yelling. No, but you get but what the, I mean? Like no, the, but it's the like the doctor should be mad. It's the it's it's their mood of how they're looking at it. They're, it's it's less of like no. It's it's less of like coddling of like that's depression. It's Let more me break like, this down. Yeah. You can't be a doctor at 23. You can't have finished medical school <laughs> by the age you are. So any doctor you're talking to is older than you. So you're going into the doctor and go, I think I'm just getting old. I'm tired all the time. And a doctor who's got, I think you got to be like 26 to be a fucking doctor. If you go through the actual, like unless, Minimum, you're, Doogie, right? unless you're Doogie Hauser, which is a reference I'm sure you don't get. Um, did you get that reference? Do you know who Doogie Hauser is? I did, no, I did not. Fucking hilarious. It's, it's crazy. So young. 20, that's how young you are. You don't know who Doogie Hauser is. Fuck. I'm just saying. I think that's that's funny. It's like a funny idea, but like you gotta like, because it's the joke is that you're not actually old. Yeah. Yes. You just need, you're just depressed. You just need Prozac or something. Yeah. And so like I, I don't know if the, I wrote this. I think last night when I was just, I was trying to add to things, I was like, and then she goes, uh, "No, that's depression. You should take something." I'm like, "Yeah, but if I take these, will I be funny?" She's like, "Are you funny now?" It's also very funny. And I'm like, it's super true. And I go, yeah. And I go, well, that's fair. And she was like, no, 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 I'm not putting you down. I'm saying like, if you take these, you will feel. And I was like, I can, I can add, try to add some more. But again, I don't know if jokes like, yeah, but if I take these, will I be funny? Are you funny now? I feel like it's only like a gas digital joke. I don't think like a real crowd, like a black guys comedy show crowd, is like, okay. I mean, that crowd that you eat. It, first of all, for everybody that doesn't know this, there's a show that comes on at Old Man Hustle. Uh, at 10 o'clock every Sunday. It's called the Black Ass Comedy Show. It's Dave Temple and Derek Gaines. Great show. Uh, the only white person on the show every week is young Dylan. And they put him up there. Uh, I said this last night. I was like, I was like, Derek is putting you up there early. You, you have to eat the bullet spot. So let's, they go up together. Do the analogy. We should end yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So they go up there and crush the two of them, because they're fucking, they have great chemistry. And murderers. And, and they're hilarious fucking dude. Both of those guys are fucking. By themselves or together. Yeah. Either way, but like, especially together, yeah. it's like, it feels super off the cuff, and they're just fucking riffing, and it's great. And then you are the first comedian they bring up every week. Yeah. For eight minutes? Seven. Seven. And uh, they're setting you up to die. Every, and it's hilarious every time. I've been there the last three weeks because I'm hosting the earlier show the last three weeks. It's funny every time to me. Um, <laughs> but also what they're doing is, so Doomsday versus Superman, right? Do you know, mm -hmm. So Superman, 
was fighting this thing called Doomsday. And they found out the origin of Doomsday was he was a Kryptonian that they kept killing. Okay. And then evolving him past how he died that way. So he became this ultimate Kryptonian who was super evolved. And then he killed Superman. And that is what those guys are doing to you by putting you in that spot to be the first comic brought up at the black-ass comedy show. And there is not a whiter ass than you, sir. So I'm Superman. No. You are Doomsday in the in the thing. Oh, yes. You're, you're the person dying over and over and over and, and over. over. But eventually, after, I think it was like, I think they said it was um, a million <laughs> in the comic, you become so powerful that they have to lock you in a capsule in the center of the earth. <laughs> it's called gas digital. That is where we are. We are in a capsule in the center of the earth where you will be locked away. In Studio A. Until you burst forth. With, I guess, one really good joke about Prozac and the doctor. It's bound to happen, right? Yeah, it'll happen eventually. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's bound to it's happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> one someday. All right. So I, do you feel like I helped you with these jokes? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I was like running shit through you. All right. Uh, that sounded... <laughs> super <laughs> <Wait>. gay. <laughs> Wait. Very gay. Um, but this has been Notes of a Goon, episode 44. Wait, do I click it? No, no, no. We're just ending the show. I'm going to end oh. the show. Um, Dylan, what's your what's your social media? Where, where can people follow you? Uh, you know where to find me. You know where to hate me at Dylan J Negri on YouTube and Instagram. Dylan J J. By the way, the uh, quintessential middle initial that they give to a fictional character. That's very weird. Official character. What is your middle name? Jacob. Jacob. But you know, like Homer J Simpson. Oh, you mean like those characters? Like, yeah, Louis J Gomez. Yeah, fictional characters. People think I did the J because of Gomez. He. I'm telling you this right now. Doesn't have a middle name. That's all fake. Wait, really? Yes. Did you not know this? Wait, dead ass? Does nobody know this? No, this is, this must have gotten out there at some point. Lewis does not have a middle name. That it's it's a work. The James is not real. He just started saying that after his son was born. To be like, yeah, I gave him my son. It's fucking it's a work. Lewis does not have a middle name. His name is so Lewis Gomez. When did he start doing Lewis J? Because there's already a Luis Gomez probably in SAG or something like that. So there's, or, or there's a comic named Luis Gomez. He'd be Luis J. Gomez. It's a work. I didn't, I didn't know that was a fake one. You got fucking work, dog. I thought James was always his middle name. Nope. Fake. He didn't even legally change it. Fucking piece of shit. Say that on his so list. he can't even be mad if no one remembers the J, asshole. We're talking about it now? That's true. Okay. Fair enough. But anyway, this has been Notes of a Goon episode. You can follow me at Chris from BKOIN on both Twitter and Instagram. Dylan J. Negri. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and, uh, you know, rate and review this show on iTunes. And also, you know, if you like the advice I just gave Dylan, we have an email called askthegoon at gmail.com. You go there. I will help you the same way I helped him and the same way I helped countless people on this show so far. I mean, there's only been 43 episodes, so I guess you can count them. But... Askthegoon at gmail.com. We will get to that. And uh, I can help you out. And uh, uh, also, uh, check me and uh, Robbie Bernstein in uh, New England. <laughs> we'll be with Dave Smith in Norwalk, Connecticut you next weekend. fucking and, uh, fuckers. And then July 17th, we will be in Boston. Uh, because it sucks so much to live in New England, you should come laugh. Good night. Show me the way to the next.
tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Yeah. 